Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit Spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Hey there, parents and teachers. Are you tired of feeling like every day is a battle of wills with your kids? Let me tell you about something that changed the game. Love and Logic. Love and Logic isn't just another parenting or teaching strategy. It's a mindset shift that empowers you to raise responsible, respectful kids while keeping your sanity intact. With Love and Logic, you'll learn practical techniques to set limits with empathy, give your kids the tools they need to make smart choices, and build relationships based on mutual respect and understanding. Love and Logic stands behind their methods with a one-year money-back guarantee. Try it out risk-free. If it doesn't change your life, we'll buy it back. Plus, you can get 10% off with code IHEART10. So if you're ready to say goodbye to power struggles and hello to peaceful, loving relationships with your kids, it's time to give Love & Logic a try. Visit their website or call today. Your sanity will thank you. Love & Logic, because parenting and teaching should be a joy, not a chore. Visit loveandlogic.com. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee. Sounds perfect. It's the Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club. It's very, 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 very big. You guys are changing the entire scene. The culture of Well, y'all came a long way. They might not watch the news, but you know, they're listening to The Breakfast Club. Who to go? Let's go. DJ Envy, Jess Hilarious, and Charlemagne the God. Y'all are like a mega force. Breakfast Club, that's how we get our day started. Good morning, USA! Yo, 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 Jess Hilarious. Good morning. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Monday. Yes, it's Monday. Back to the work week. Good morning. Man, another week to uh, serve. What's happening? How y'all feel out there? I feel good. Feel good? I feel really good, yep. Today was easier getting to work. Oh, it was? Yes. I saw that. Mm-hmm. How was your weekend? It was good. I, like, relaxed, cooked mm-hmm. a lot. I went in the gym, got in the gym, mm-hmm. got on the treadmill, did some squats, lower back is killing me, um, and I watched a lot of TV. TV. Yeah. TV, TV. I hope you're not working out too much, okay? Yeah. Because you're pregnant. 
Yeah, but I wasn't doing anything up until now. And okay. I started, and I, I'm like, no, I can't do that. Like, I have to start working out. But I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to always be tired. So it's like, I might as well just work out to be more tired. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. I get it. Yeah. I'm very well rested, too. I had a very uh, restful weekend. I did restful. nothing. Nice. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I went to uh, Shreveport, uh, Louisiana, I'm Friday sure and Saturday. I'm sure that's not how you pronounce it. Shreveport? It is? It's Shreve. I think it's Shreveport. I thought it was Shreve. You forgot the V. Shreveport? Shreve. No, he's just putting an extra S in it. It's just oh. Shreveport. Shreveport. Okay. Yeah. You sound Shreveport, like me shop for a second. That's what I did. <laughs> so I didn't know that Shreveport, uh, they used to film a lot of movies there. Like mm-hmm. Olympus Has Fallen, they shot so many movies. Oh, and then nice. I guess what happened was when, when, the may, when one of the mayors came in, they started taxing Hollywood to shoot there. So everybody left. Uh, so now there's a new mayor there that is uh, open to shooting. So uh, 50 Cent opened up, uh, built this 980,000 square foot place to just shoot movies and TV there. So he started, he's about to open that up and launch that. So he has so many things in works out there. So he wanted me to go check Amazing. it out. And so you see so many different things. It's like if you would, I would say, marry Detroit and Atlantic City minus the drugs. Mm. So it's very God old, damn. a lot of casinos. <laughs> you just be saying anything. No, it is. It, 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 that's what it felt like with the old right. casinos. It right. felt like that with a, you know when Detroit was had like a lot of the abandoned buildings and mm-hmm. before Dan Gilbert built it up. That's what it feels like. Oh, ain't no it, drugs in Shreveport. I ain't going in. That not, don't sound like fun. Not like that. Like you know in Atlantic City, you see crackheads all over the place a lot of times, but yeah. not not in uh, not in Louisiana. It's it's. It's a, a lot of black people with a lot of pride, with a lot mm. of black owned businesses, a lot of black owned restaurants, and it was a great, great it experience. Like New Orleans, yeah, it, yeah, it's little yeah. like like New Orleans. I had definitely a, drugs gr- in New Orleans. Great food. Uh, I had a, had, a, had a great experience, a great time. I, I went so many different places. So we'll salute to everybody nice. in Shreveport. Shout out nice. to Shreveport, everybody Absolutely. out there. Appreciate you guys for having me this weekend. And uh, today is uh, well, first of all, Drewski is joining us this morning. Drewski nice. will be here this yeah, morning. Yes, he will. To talk about a number of things, I'm sure. Drewski's got a, a lot of things going on. And uh, today is Erica Badu's born day. Yes, it is. The great Erica Badu. Ooh. Dropping yes. the clues bombs for Erica Badu. Happy birthday, Erica. Dropping the clues bombs for the queen. Um, so we, let's start the show with some Erica Badu. Hey, I'm not mad at that. Okay. How you doing, brother? I just I, I seen the, the Wendy Williams. Uh, do two that. documentary. I'm just don't, asking you how you do it because I've seen that. it and I know you used to work for him. I'm just asking. Uh, I know. worked for her in 2006. So what, you don't have feelings <laughs> for her? you did. We never did, so. <laughs> what we, that got to do with her? This documentary covers the last few years of her life. I was not a part of it. Are you okay? Did you cry? No, okay. I did not. Okay, I did. Want to hug? <laughs> no, I do not. In any way, shape, or form. From the back? No. Front? I don't. Side? No, I do not. <laughs> I think that we should send uh, people healing energy because, you know, dementia is something that can happen to anybody. Anytime. So anybody out there that's saying silly things like, uh, that's karma, I don't think health issues are karma, people. Uh, I, I don't know why we even say stupid things like that. Anybody can be impacted with health issues. Mm-hmm. Horrible. Okay? Yeah. So, yeah. We'll talk about it more in Just With The Mess, but what, what Erica about do, Joe, we playing? What we got, Red? I no, I'm serious about my. It's just the one that everybody yeah, knows. I know. I wanted <laughs> to start with the healer, but I don't know if we got the healer in the system. The We're gonna get the healer on at some point this morning. Okay, mm-hmm. it's the Breakfast Club. Come on. Yes, I want Erica Badu ow, records ow, all morning. Ow, ow. <clears throat> so any record that we play a thousand times a week, <laughs> that we play at the same time every morning, we are gonna bump that to play some uh, Erica Badu. Okay. Yeah, because today is her birthday. That's right. If you just joining us. That's right. Morning, we are the Breakfast Club. DJ MV Jess Hilarious Charlemagne the God, and let's get in some front page news. Good morning, Tiz. Good morning, DJ Envy. Good morning, my good sister, Jess. And good morning, Charlamagne the God. Peace good there. morning, Tiz. Mm-hmm. Let's jump right into it. Let's say rest in peace, Eric Mays. Mm-hmm. Yes, such a loss. Uh, serving as the first ward councilman since 2013, Eric Mays, a political lightning rod who represented 
uh, some of the city's most poorest people died at the age of 65. Now he leaves a legacy behind a fearless advocacy in your face politics and a common touch that rang true with voters who elected him three times to represent their city uh, in Flint. And a lot of people remember him from, you know, being on TikTok and, you know, a lot of his uh, in council meetings all over Twitter, Instagram, really, really popular uh, on social media. Take a listen to what he said about making it into heaven. See, I want to make it to heaven. I try my best to tell the truth. People don't like my style, how I talk, my delivery, but you ain't catching me in half truth and lies. Not running no municipal government. Yeah, so he will truly be missed. I had an opportunity to meet him uh, working on the Flint water crisis um, and just interviewed him last year on Straight Shot No Chaser. So he talks about how um, he's able to be that bold and still keep his seat. And basically he was saying, uh, Envy, as long as you're doing right by the people, you can say whatever you want to say. You know, we hear a lot of people say, I can't say that if I get elected. I can't say this if I get elected. Mm -hmm. He made it very clear that you can say whatever you want to say if you're elected, if you're doing right by the people. That's the key. I, I agree wholeheartedly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We're definitely rest in peace. Now, uh, I know you wanted to jump into the uh, AT&T outage stuff, right? Yeah, just wanted to give a confirmation on that. You know, we were dealing with that in real time last week. You and I have AT&T, and I wanted to give a follow-up on that. The AT&T said that it was not a cyber attack. Uh, they believe that the outage was caused by ap application and execution of an incorrect process as they're expanding the network. Uh, they said the places that were most affected were Houston, Atlanta, Miami, and Chicago, and they sent an apology text one day, and then the next text they said they were adding a credit. Did you get those texts? Texas, yeah, I got the credit. Credit was uh for five dollars. They said you that gotta was, be kidding. They said that was the <laughs> average cost of somebody's service a day. So they gave everybody five dollars. Hey man, and see, I see that's why I don't have an AT and T. Y'all see that? That'd be, that, that'd be <laughs> grateful for that five dollars. <laughs> yeah, but like. It, we, you know what I learned? I don't know what you learned from Envy, but how dependent we are on our phones. I was out traveling in a city that I'm not familiar with. I couldn't pull up my maps, yep. you know, my Apple Maps to get to where I needed to go. I, I, had, to, I had to pull over to buy Xfinity Hotspot. Mm. So it cost me more than $5, you know, to be out. So I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, the same with me, because uh, I use um, Waze a lot. They get, get me mm -hmm. around the city to make sure there's no traffic or whatever it may be. So I couldn't use that for the day, which wasn't too bad. But the, the biggest thing is when I'm traveling and I can't use my phone, I'm I'm concerned about my kids. If something, if there's an emergency, they just can't get in touch with me. But that was the mm -hmm. most concerning. But well, yeah. that's why y'all need to uh, watch Leave the World Behind. Remember Leave the World Behind, I Jess? Do, I do remember that. Because that, that's the three-step theory. Mm -hmm. The first thing that they do is... Uh, attack our phones, they, the they Attack your technology. Yes. Mm -hmm. that's, that's, what is it? Isolation and... Uh, what they call it in the movie? Isolation and... Uh, yeah, isolation. Mm -hmm. So they take away your, your technology yep. and they take away your transportation. Yeah. Crazy. You don't know where the hell you at. That's right. You don't know how to get around and you ain't got no way to get there. Crazy. Right. Especially yes. a person like me moving up here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what they do. Like I literally didn't know where I was at. I had to keep getting on the highway and circling back around and pull over. I kept pulling over at McDonald's. Shout out to McDonald's for having free Wi-Fi. So every time I would see a McDonald's, I would pull over and reset my map. Shout out to McDonald's for having good <laughs> free Wi-Fi. And then I want the record to show that uh, Barack Obama executive, executive produced Leave the World Behind. Yes. So he might be trying to tell us something. The Obamas. Both the of Obamas, them. yes. Mm -hmm. Barack and Michelle. Literally the first step uh, to, to, to the system shutting down is isolation where they shut down the nation's communication and transportation methods. Scary this up. ensures that no one has any way to spread information about what's going on and essentially traps everyone within their own geological locations in states of hopelessness and confusion. That's mm. how all y'all AT&T customers felt last week. Yes, we did. <laughs> all right. Well, that is front page news. What we got next hour, Tess? Oh, man, we got a lot. Donald Trump wins South Carolina. Nikki Haley says she's not going no damn where. And also Trump 
uh, said that black people relate to his mugshot. So we'll get into that. All right. Everybody else, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open again. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Keep calling. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? DJ King Cannon, Washington, D.C. What's up, I King? I just want to say, man, AT&T, y'all can kiss my black booty, man. I'm just saying. I do ride share. There's no way you telling me that $5 is what I'm going to make in six to seven hours of my my map being down. No way. No no way. That doesn't even add up. Well, they didn't care about what you lost. They just said that's the average daily price. That's why they gave you $5. That was their thing. Uh, they got to come up with some of this money because when it's time to pay this bill, they're going to say, we need all hours. So I need, right. I need something. I need a little more than five bucks back, man. That would they make more sense, them, right? I'm making a switch. For them to add up uh, how much I guess it costs hourly for however long it was down and just give people a $100 break off their next bill or something like that? Yeah, maybe. But I guess they got to figure out because not every AT&T customer lost service. Home. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know how they would do Listen, it. Listen, they know we slaves to these devices That's anyway. Right. So y'all ain't going to do nothing but complain. Y'all ain't going to do... They could, they could make your bill go up $5 this month just because <laughs> and y'all going to pay it because y'all love that goddamn gram so much. Hello, who's this? Good morning, this is Megan from Charleston. Megan from Eight, Charleston. Four, three. Good morning, get it off your chest. What's going on? Uh, well, I just want to say that when you, uh, before we even went to commercial, it was you saying that uh, Trump said that black people should uh, relate to him based on his mugshot. It kind of like made me feel some type of way because I'm like, Caucasians are always saying how we should like stop projecting racism, but then like they turn around and say stuff like that. Well, and it'd the- be like, okay. Well, let the record show he didn't say that about the mugshot. He said that about the mugshot previously. This time he was saying that about his criminal charges. So he's, he said these things Either before. way. Huh? You said he what? Either way, it's still, you're, you're trying to associate the negativity with black people. Oh, 100%. I'm just, you know, I want y'all to keep the right list, though. There's a list. Hello, who's this? <laughs> Not an isolated incident. Hello, my name is Kelvin. Hey, Kelvin. Hey, how y'all doing? How you doing, brother? Get it off your chest. Yes, sir. MV, I just want to let you know it's... Three port. Drop that S, boss man. There's no S, extra S in there. It's only one S at the beginning, and it's called Shreveport. We trying to tell him. Okay, Shreveport. I got you. Thank you, brother. Can I ask you a question? Yes, sir. Is there drugs in Shreveport? No, I didn't say there wasn't drugs. <laughs> oh there. yeah, there's plenty of drugs in Shreveport, and a lot of shooting too. No, I didn't. Well, um, I didn't say there wasn't drugs. I said so, Atlantic Millennial Studios. It's been around. Paul Mooney and everybody used to. You know Paul Mooney from Shreveport. Mm-hmm. Everybody used to shoot at uh, at Millennium Studios back in the day, way back in the gap. That studio been around for years, but you know, they like you said about the mayor and everything like that. They stopped you know shooting there and everything like that. But now Fifty Cent revamping it, bringing it back, yep, rebuilding it, all that good jazz. Yeah, well, I, I didn't say it wasn't drugs. I just said Atlantic City there's a lot of crackheads walking around, a lot of druggies, and I didn't see that in Shreveport. You're you right. you right about that. Now, we See? don't have a bunch of crackheads like that. They getting there, but, you know, they ain't as bad as Well, thank you, Kelvin. I had a good time out there, man. And the restaurants were amazing, man. That gumbo, oh, man, so good. Baby, them black folks be cooking, don't they? What? Hey, wait, you listen, <laughs> what, what, what station do you listen to us on in Shreveport? We not on down there. We not? Nope. Oh, I thought you were nah, I, I just tune in every morning and listen to y'all on uh, 105.1. Okay. So okay. we only in New Orleans? Yeah, only in New Orleans. I went to that restaurant right by the water. That that I think the family owned that that business for like a hundred and three years. Oh, uh, Orlando or something like that. What was the name? Yes, of it? yes. Oh man, like, that, 
That was so good. They be banging up in there. Yes, sir. They be, they get, it goes down. Well, thank you. Have a good one, brother. Somebody put us on. Likewise, the street. y'all take care. That's right. Salute to everybody who loses us uh, at Q93 in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Put us on a street report, though. Get it off your chest. 800 585 1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne, Envy, what up? Are we live? This is your time to get it off your chest. I got an indoor pool, an outdoor pool. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. We can get on the phone right now and tell you what it is. We live? Hello, who's this? Yo, it's The Breakfast Club, bad guy, big chocolate, the toe sucker. Yo, just hilarious. Welcome to the show. I got to say, you're very cute. Shut but up. sister, you got to stop wearing hooker boots in the studio. And what do you think about Nick Cannon flying on this plane, yo, while all these rappers are uh, riding on a tacky bus? You know, they smell like each other's stinky feet. What? Who are you talking to? <laughs> Who are you talking about? What? what? I'm... You, baby. You got, one, you got to stop wearing them high heel hooker boots on the show. Them yellow hooker boots. I've seen you on TV. No pain, and, no. and what do you think about Nick Cannon on a plane and all these rappers on some stinky foot bus? Bye. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Prince. Get it off your chest. Hey, man, I just, just want to say good morning to everybody first, but uh, I just want to get off my chest that, um, so my girl decided that she was trying to uh, move to Atlanta. We both from Warren off Merlin. So we moved to Atlanta last year, I guess just because she wanted me to with a dude that she'd been uh, messing with. So we out there, and she had cheated on me on Valentine's Day, setting up candles, being cute while I'm at work and <laughs> and burn my damn house down. That's a lie. What? I don't believe this she story. She cheated on you and she burned your house down. Yeah. I don't believe you. What? What did you do? <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> I was saying what? Now, what you do for her to burn the house down? They was like candles. I guess they made a mistake or something. Oh. <laughs> Can't help you there, bro. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Yo, man, this is Porter. What? And I want to I I comment on the power out of there. I got it, bro. Get off your chest. Listen, right, I'm going to tell everybody what they should be doing, man. They should be buying military-grade boots, and especially if you live in New York. If you live in New York, you need to buy a map, man. Cause you need to get, first of all, New York is an island. You need to get on land to Jersey, make your way down south. If they hit an EMP, <laughs> the first thing they're going to do is they're going to hit the financial market, man. They're going to hit the financial market, man. They're going to do the EMP, then it's really going to be trouble. What you call from, Tom? That's why. That, that's why I tell people keep cash on them all the time. Man, who you telling? As soon as I get paid, I go straight to the ATM. Just keep a little cash at <laughs> the house all the time. All the time, cash and gold, man, to get you through. He not lying. Have I mean, a good there, one, Tom. There, there's nothing he's lying about. Stop buying maps and and buy military grade boots. Yes, because you know here's the thing, and uh, this is why I love being raised in ninth, grow, being born in 1978. Mm-hmm. There was a time where we knew how to get around without all of this technology. You should never lose that. If you come from, we already if, lost it. If you come from the country where <laughs> I come from, you should know how to fish. You should know how to grow your own food. You should know how to hunt. Because when everything hits the fan, and you know you can't call Uber Eats to eat, how you gonna survive? When you don't know, you, when you don't have your phone to be able to get around, how you gonna how you gonna navigate, you know, through, through the society? And that is exactly why Chris is big on that, and Chris teaches my son how to do that, like fish and grow food and That's stuff. That's right. We got a lot of land and talking about bunkers, talking to him about all of that type of stuff. So y'all should y'all should even before leave the world behind, but leave the world behind really does show you how but this can go into down. Perspective, That's like, right. Really, 
Step one is isolation. Step two is synchronized chaos. Step three is civil war. Hmm. Because when we won't, when it's, 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 the third part is the most important because when civilians don't have a clear enemy, they will naturally turn on each other. Of course. Mm. They would naturally turn and on each other. we see that. They show that in the movie as well. But yep. that happens right now, even without all that going on. That's mm-hmm. right. Think about COVID. It took two weeks for this uh, whole system to shut down. Yeah. I don't even think it was two. It might have been less than two weeks. Mm. This whole system needed a bailout mm-hmm. within two weeks. Mm. Man, they can, man, this is too easy for these people. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. We got Jess with the mess coming up. What are we talking yes, about? Yes, we'll be breaking down Where Is Wendy, the documentary. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Jess Hilarious, Charlemagne, the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Back to the work week. Good morning. Welcome back on this Monday. And let's get to Jess with the mess. So I got to watch the whole four part. Um, where is Wendy documentary mm-hmm. and I just I have a lot of questions what you watching like, on I watched it on Amazon Prime okay. it's actually on Amazon Prime thank mm-hmm. you on what device for letting me know that so what on what like on my what? Samsung 85 inch so thank you okay um don't play with me okay we're not even playing this what's wrong with you we're not playing with me he a clown and he will forever be a clown go ahead Jess so (laughs) this documentary it it took me it was like a roller coaster of emotions that I went through watching it because you just don't know who plays a part who doesn't who's genuine who's not Mm -hmm. like it is and and it's speculations like like we said last week um it started off as her comeback story and then I watched it and it just seems like her downfall story. Right. And um, she's very aware, then unaware, then unaware as hell and then aware. So she's in and out and they gave clarity to a lot of things that a lot of people been wondering. Um, we have audio from DJ Booth where he actually explained. Kevin's um, infidelity had a huge impact on Wendy. You know, Wendy has this big home that she's living in and it's just her there by herself. No husband, her kid is away. I always felt that Wendy had, you know, the loneliness in her life, isolation. She just wasn't prepared or know how to deal with this new life. And then COVID just didn't help. So it it didn't help, you know, and it was another a, a number of people playing like roles. Like you had her manager, Will, who was actually trying to do it all on his own. Um, her publicist, Sean Zanotti and and people in her lifelong friend and her uh, other people in there too, like her family, her mm-hmm. nephew, her son. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. 
on demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Time is a luxury for us, especially if you're a mom. That's why we need a skincare routine that's easy, fast, and gives us results. Plus, what if your products had thousands of five-star reviews, were natural and affordable? Well, say hello to Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Not sure where to start? I highly recommend the Work System. It's everything you need in one powerful package. Take out the guesswork with a proven routine that includes a gentle yet effective cleanser, a super skin toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. See what everyone is raving about. From serum sets to the always sold out retinol alternative TBT cream, you'll find your perfect skincare match. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally five stars. Love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com for 20% off with code GETDIME. That's dimebeautyco.com, code GETDIME for 20% off. Hey there, parents and teachers. Are you tired of feeling like every day is a battle of wills with your kids? Let me tell you about something that changed the game. Love and Logic. Love and Logic isn't just another parenting or teaching strategy. It's a mindset shift that empowers you to raise responsible, respectful kids while keeping your sanity intact. With Love and Logic, you'll learn practical techniques to set limits with empathy, give your kids the tools they need to make smart choices, and build relationships based on mutual respect and understanding. Love and Logic stands behind their methods with a one-year money-back guarantee. Try it out risk-free. If it doesn't change your life, we'll buy it back. Plus, you can get 10% off with code IHEART10. So if you're ready to say goodbye to power struggles and hello to peaceful, loving relationships with your kids, it's time to give Love & Logic a try. Visit their website or call today. Your sanity will thank you. Love & Logic, because parenting and teaching should be a joy, not a chore. Visit loveandlogic.com. Who was also doing commentary, but it was like, you can see that nobody really... Nobody, you don't know who to blame, uh, you know, any of this on and not saying that she didn't play a part mm-hmm. in like her own, you know, demise and all that type of stuff. But at the same time, it's like, why is her guardian so exclusive? Why is this? And then and then is the guardian behind the the whole documentary? And then but then it, it turned I reported last week that they're suing that they tried to sue 
A&E or Lifetime or whatever because they're going to drop it two days before it aired. Yeah. Like, it's so many moving parts. Yeah, there was absolutely zero reason for this documentary to be released, if you ask me. Like, I don't mm -hmm. even see the purpose at all. I guess mm -hmm. it's raising awareness to people who have, you know, different forms of dementia, but I don't see no. how anybody who loves Wendy would want this documentary out. I was shocked to see that you know, her son was executive producer because there's no way I'm watching this mm -hmm. and saying, you know mm -hmm. what, I want my mom to be perceived in this light. Yeah. Yeah, and then she was also a producer on it as well. You yeah. see her name on it too. But like Charlamagne said, I don't understand the purpose of it, right? Because at first mm -hmm. I was like, well, maybe they want to expose the Guardian and say she shouldn't be the Guardian. But That's then you look at I it, <clears throat> if you look at it, you're like, Y'all allowing Wendy to drink on there. Mm -hmm. Y'all showing a, a side where it looks like, well, maybe she does need a guardian because mm -hmm. the people that's in her life, I don't know if they have her best interest at heart. Yeah. And and not only does she need a guardian, she needs somebody, she needs supervision 24 hours Absolutely. of the day, obviously. How is she mm -hmm. able to lock herself in a room with a, a fifth of liquor or whatever and it just be gone when somebody, whenever she decides to let somebody in her apartment. Somebody has to buy yeah, that liquor. And, and it, somebody it, has it, to purchase it. Somebody yeah. has to get that liquor to her. She's not going out getting it on her own. No. Yeah, and it just raises more questions right because it's mm -hmm. like when you see her when you saw her in Miami actually getting well mm -hmm. when she was around her family mm -hmm. how did it go from that to somebody saying no the family should not be the ones watching over her You're right. Like, it should go to a guardian like what happened that yeah. made them say, yo, the family isn't who she needs to be around either. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's just, just and, strange. And they just tried to make it about her money. Um, like Kevin, like what they were saying, cause they gave that little boy, I don't care, that little boy power of attorney and power over her medical. Uh, we have audio for number two about that. They basically said that because she was drinking so much, um, it was starting to affect her, her headspace and her brain. So I think they said it was alcohol induced dementia when she was staying in Miami. I helped her heal by one, eliminating all alcohol, being her occupied with just whether it's going to the beach, working out, which is something that she didn't used to do, what she does now. You can actually see what she was getting thicker. She was vegan. She mm -hmm. was cooking. Yeah, she looked they had healthy. Right. She looked more aware. And then, um, and then number three. In 2019, the family helped put mom in rehab down here in Florida, and the show wanted her up there in New York for some reason, uh, even if it was just to receive help. And that's when she had to step up and kind of address the problems on TV. And, and the thing is, like, okay, so her son and her nephew, they seem, you know, like, very, very concerned in the commentary, but in the footage of them actually meeting with her and talking with her, there is no, like, they didn't want to hug her. They didn't hug her. They they just seemed very close. And that meeting that she had with them um, when they were 40 minutes late when she went with Will and they finally showed up, like, I don't know, it was like a little smirk on her son face. Like, it, there's a disconnect. And God knows what he went through watching all of this and letting all this play out from her, from his parents' divorce, uh, divorce mm -hmm. to seeing his mom's health deplete. He goes from taking care of her. Then they snatched, they removed him from everything. Uh, they snatched her away from them. So it's only like so much that he can go through too as a kid, as her kid. But I don't like how they play with her still, legacy like that. Still, though. yeah. But, but you look at Bruce Willis, right? After mm -hmm. he has dementia. Do you see them posting what he's doing every Not day and all. how hard he's dealing with it? No. Barbara Walters, the same way. She had dementia. Do you see how they, they how she's dealing with it and, and yeah. they're posting every day? I just it, hate felt the very, fact, it felt very exploitive. Yes, I yeah. hate the fact that they're doing it. This woman has a legacy. Like her, or, or hater, right. or lover. Right. What she created for radio and television and what she's done as a person right. in this entertainment industry should be held as high as possible mm -hmm. and I feel like that show yesterday and what, if Wendy was in her right yeah. mind she wouldn't be wanted to see out with her wig off exactly. and looking the way she she wouldn't I don't care if it's the family I don't care if it's Will it's whoever right. it is all of y'all dead wrong
for having them cameras and that lady face like absolutely. that. Absolutely. <laughs> like, there was, there was absolutely no reason mm-hmm. for that documentary in any way, shape, or form. I don't even know what they were trying to tell us. Yeah, that, that's Man, my I mean, thing. I had mixed like, feelings. Like, even with her niece, her niece, uh, who wanted to be just like her, who still, you know, aspires to be like her, right. she she came in there and she did not want to see the publicist. The publicist, Sean, mm-hmm. she was just like, no, I don't want to, you know, she barely gave her a hug and she was just like, uh-uh, I, I need her out of here. Like she told Wendy, you have a lot of random people around you. Yeah. Everybody, you call your friend, they're, they're, you're paying them. You don't know what they're doing. Right. They're, like, why would Sean take her to LA and put her in front of, a, you know, in front of NBC to have a meeting? Why? And before that, before the meeting, you let her have two or three drinks at a restaurant and you know that's not what she's supposed to do. I don't know. And it, everybody, everybody is responsible. It felt so Even, sad, And by man. the way, the network, too. Lifetime, too. Why would y'all want to put that out there? Yeah. Like, at some point, people... Lifetime's out. They, they, they care about the business. Boy, I'm yeah, not going to lie. I, I don't they be, have no loyalty They care about Wendy. the business. I don't yeah. be watching Lifetime's. So boy, them commercials be crazy. It was like, a lot of Single commercial. black female, too. <laughs> Shana, Shaquana's revenge. Nine times. They were to be before to be. Lifetime. Let's not play. I saw a movie called Haunted Housewives. It I didn't see like that one. I think it was a bunch of housewives in the woods and they was hunting them. Kenya was Wasn't Ken- that single black female? Keisha Cole was no, that No, that was something else. Keisha Cole? No, it was Kate Michelle. Kate Michelle, Kate Michelle, you're right. My <laughs> Melissa Ford. I'm like, what the hell is going on? I ain't never watched. I, I don't what? watch Lifetime, so I don't know the commercials. Good Lord. Crazy. Did they have mad that it was doctors? If, if your eye won't close, <laughs> it, was, it was mad. Was the like, commercial <laughs> was like a spoof. Like, it, it was just strange. And Lifetime then you, was Tubi before Tubi, I'm telling you. And they think they can air something like Wendy and then at the end just put the disclaimer up. This this show touches on a lot of sensitive issues. If somebody you know needs help, go to such. I'm like, man, cut it Horrible. out. Horrible. Cut it out, man. Yeah, so. First time with us, just with the mess. All right. Thank you, Jess. Her news mm-hmm. is sick. Yeah, literally. Young morning sickness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but I got through that, though. You did. <laughs> All right. When we come back, we got front page news. Tesla Figaro will be joining us. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, wake up. Wake up. You're locked into The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Jess Hilarious, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. What's up, Tiz? What's going on, DJ NV Jess Hilarious, Charlemagne the Guy. Peace. Good morning. Now let's jump right into it. Let's talk about the South Carolina primary. Yeah, so there was a primary this Saturday. South Carolina weighed in on the 2024 Republican primary. The clo- the polls closed right at 7 p.m. and it was pretty much an immediate result. Uh, Donald Trump won with 59% of the vote. That's actually 450,000. I want to give those numbers because, you know, we'll hear percentages, but not really the numbers. So 450,000 people voted for him, defeating Nikki Haley, who earned 39% of the vote, but still 299,000. Uh, she still got 299,000 people that showed up and said, we want something different. Let's go CBS for the report. Another decisive win for former President Donald Trump for the GOP front runner. It's also another hurdle cleared in that long road to securing the 1,215 delegates needed to clinch the Republican nomination. Despite an unclear path to victory, Haley has doubled down on her promise to stay in the race as her opponent faces multiple legal challenges. So yeah, she's continuing to stay in the race and she also responded to some comments Trump made while he was speaking at the Black Conservative Federation. Uh, They have an annual gala uh, in South Carolina and Trump said that his legal problems have earned him the support of black voters around the country. Take a listen to what he said and then also Nikki Haley's response. The mugshot, we've all seen the mugshot and You know who embraced it more than anybody else? The black population. Taking aim at the former president for comments made in front of conservative black voters. Trump drives people away. 
including with his comments just yesterday. I mean, now, Donald Trump didn't stop there because I want your feedback. Take a listen to this mashup of several things Donald Trump said that offended quite a few people. Take a listen. These lights are so bright in my eyes that I can't see too many people out there. I can only see the black ones. I can't see any white ones. You see, that's how far I've come. Uh, we've come a long way together. You rather have the black president or the white president who got 1.7 billion off the price? I think they want the white guy right now. That that's why the black people like me because they have been hurt so badly and discriminated against. And they actually viewed me as I'm being discriminated against. It's, it's been pretty amazing, but it possibly, I don't know, maybe there's something there, but I got also sued. I'm being indicted for you, the black population. I am being indicted for a lot of different groups. I honestly don't understand why people amplify that type of rhetoric because that rhetoric is not going to change the mind of anyone because the people who support Trump are supporting Trump regardless. And mm -hmm. this is also why I still don't understand if I was the GOP, I would have been got behind, you know, Nikki Haley. I've said this a million times before because Trump comes with way too much baggage. And I, I don't I don't know if Trump, you know, fares well in the general election. Yeah, he's you know, he's 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 killed. In the, in the primaries thus far, but I don't know if he if he fares well in the general uh, election. But even that's scary because when you have a person like him who says the things that he says, who faced in 91 criminal charges, who led an attempted coup of this country, the fact that it still looks like it's going to be a toss up in November right. if it's him or Biden is scary. Yeah, it is yeah. scary. And that's why people keep asking a simple question: Are Biden and Harris a winnable ticket against Trump? When you have you know, the, the threat to democracy that Donald Trump is on right. the other side. That is a very fair question to ask in polls. Are Biden and Harris a winnable ticket in November? Yeah, of course. But but let me ask you a question. Why won't Nikki Haley drop out? She lost in her home state. She's still getting money. Yeah. And, and, and it, may, it makes sense. Um, though, So those types of campaigns that are built on messaging, mm -hmm. you know, getting the message out there, still letting people know, you know, this this is a problem. She knows she's not going to get the nomination, obviously, but continuing to build. Also, I see her running uh, again in four years. She know that these guys, you know, Donald Trump's only can run so many times. Joe Biden can only run so many times mm -hmm. with age. So she's just building her coalition uh, for the next go round, in my opinion. Yeah. Now they, they said they had a conversation after. Do, do we know what that conversation was about or, or what they discussed? Or no, we don't know at all. Who had a conversation? I, I thought they said that Trump and, and Nikki Haley spoke after him beating her in, in South Carolina. I thought yeah, I, said, I heard that on the news this morning. Yeah, I didn't hear that, but I, I didn't hear that at all. But I know um, usually, you know, when you win a race or you lose a race, you do call the other candidate to right. concede. And I don't know if they've been do gotcha. having that conversation or not, but I didn't I didn't get that. But I do want to, to your point, Charlemagne, about people that decide that they're going to be with Trump, they're not going to change their mind. Uh, Black Conservative Foundation President Dante Johnson, uh, when he was asked about the comments that Trump made, he said Black Americans are waking up to the reality that the Democratic Party has taken advantage of them and the media and the party are terrified. He said no amount of media deception or liberal race baiting will sway the minds of Black voters. Yeah, so, I mean, that's why I don't understand why we why we amplify, you know, Trump's rhetoric. Truthfully, everybody that's in support of Biden and Harris Find something from them to amplify. What did they say mm -hmm. this week? Because <laughs> all mm -hmm. I've been hearing about all week is Trump sneakers and Trump criminal charges. And that's the thing that's going to you know, make black voters gravitate towards them. What have Biden and Harris put out this week that people can amplify? Mm -hmm. And when I do see things about Biden and Harris and I see people amplifying it, it's things like 
what's going on in Michigan and how they're telling people to vote and commit it for right. So it's just like, yeah. it's, it's just strange. To, actually, I'm going to talk about that during Donkey today. It's just very strange what y'all choose to amplify uh, on the left. We'll discuss right. during yeah. Donkey today today. And I will say that uh, NAAC president did respond saying that Donald Trump is delusional to think that his criminality would be an attraction to black voters. He's taking advantage of a racist system while black Americans have been abused by it. We are not the same. So that was his comments. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Tez. Absolutely. Make sure you uh, subscribe mm-hmm. to that Tesla and Figaro's podcast. It's Great Shot No Chaser podcast on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network. And follow at Tesla and Figaro on all social media platforms. All right. Now, when we come back, Drewski will be joining us. That's right. Drewski Comedian. We're going to be kicking with him next. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Everybody, it's DJ MV Jess Hilarious, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Drewski. How y'all doing? Welcome man? back. Bless Black and Holly Fitness. How are you, brother? Man. I'm good, man. I feel good. I saw you on Ari Melba uh, on MSNBC. I, I don't know why I was on there, brother. I, uh, <laughs> I'm confused on why they put me on the news. But you know, I, man, I got a PR, man. I don't know what he got me doing. Yeah. I don't know. I just agree with what they tell me to do. <laughs> I showed up. I'm showing up. I, I didn't even write, wear the right attire. So I just was right. Mm-hmm. I like how you didn't act like you knew what was going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just I let them know straight up. I, I didn't know what the hell they were talking about. On there, man. I loved it. Negotiations. Yeah, yeah. Negotiations, politics. man. Politics. Now, when you talk about remorse, I know. Yeah, I know they talking about something. So I'm like, hey, I'm gonna just try to blend in. I ain't even. I'm not gonna try to do too much. I'm gonna just try to blend in on here, man. With the hoodie on. Mm-hmm. Ari be tapped in the coaches. So I'm sure Ari knew who Drewski was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Somewhat, somewhat. That dude, uh, he he's very hip. And he he knows what's going on. He was reciting lyrics and stuff behind the yep. scenes. Yeah, I don't know what that guy. And it worked for you because I mean, you know, you still ended up getting a viral moment. Yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, and it's it was funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, nah, that, yeah. So the PR ended up working. It was like reverse of what it was supposed to do. I think we were supposed to be on there talking about um, me going to the White House or mm-hmm. yeah, dogs in the White House. It was, man, listen, you went to the White House? Yeah, yeah, I went like a year ago. You had a dog. No, it's. I don't know why they had me talking. About <laughs> you don't really know much. Yeah, that's why it's the dog. <laughs> I guess the the Secret Service dog had, had bit, bit somebody multiple, multiple. Biden's times. dog bit a bunch of Secret Service. Yeah, men. but they're not putting it down. So it's like, mm. I, and then when I said that, he looked at me like. Why, why would you? Yeah. So I was like, let's just move on to the next. I wanted them to talk about what they had to talk about because I was like, hey, f- the subject y'all had me talking about. I don't even want to talk about that. Y'all just keep doing y'all. But, but oh, you think the dog should be killed? Uh, if it bit a brother, bunch yeah, of yeah, it was put any down. Other dog. I, I like how he tried to <laughs> that make it sound worse. Drewski hates dogs and wants Yo, all chill, of them to chill, die. Chill, 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 chill. In the White House. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. How many people did the dog bite? It was a lot. Yeah, yeah, I think it's like if twenty-four. It had been anybody people. else's dog, they'd have put Dang. your dog down. But it was like secure, uh, secret service. Like, First they'd have put a muzzle on him, then they would have put yeah, the, that, that dog yeah, yeah. down. If, if, if it was a black dog, a pit bull or something, gone. <laughs> yeah, it was out at the first bite. Damn. Yeah, not twenty. Twenty-four is. Come on now. So you got a new show? <laughs> Could have been house. Oh, uh, it's it's an amazing show. It's based on. Um, I was influenced by P Diddy. And when he had the making the band show, I saw. Wait, like wait yeah, no, I, that's bro. See, that's why I can't look this way when I'm talking. That's <laughs> why I said P Diddy. That's a lot. I said P Diddy. He like, like, he like, he was like, he said, and you said, and, said I was influenced by the like, Yeah, because he nah, stopped. Nah, nah, he did, he did making the band. He, you know, we was watching that. Early, yes, you know, yes, they, know. yeah, they. Uh, I love making. The y'all wasn't watching making the band. We was watching making the band. So yeah, it played a big part, and and I really wanted to do something based. on 
I hate this place. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was too much space between. I said, yeah, 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 yeah. it was. It was. You got to get to that quick. That's my, that's my bad. Yeah. And light and priest of the bench, Juicy. You got to get to that quick. What, what you mean? I need to say by? making the band first. There you go. I was influenced by making the band. There you go. There you go. The show. There you go. And um, yeah, nah, it's it's an amazing show. It's pretty much like a, a comedic version of that, kind of like how Chappelle did when he did like a, a skit on making mm-hmm. the band back in the day. But um, yeah, they we had we had contestants staying there for seven days. They competed for fifty thousand um, dollars. And you come out yeah. of pocket to do that stuff, right? Yeah, 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 man. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, we had companies help us. We had uh, Raising Canes put up the fifty thousand oh, for the God. contestants to win. Um, you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I swear. And we had like <laughs> Nike. Nike participated in putting in some money. Okay. Prize picks. Uh, Icebox Jewelry put in some money too as well. Yeah. Nice. Shout out to Icebox. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so why? So I mean, I, I see you putting it out on YouTube, and some mm-hmm. people would ask why. But I, if you getting your own sponsors and you making your own money, yeah, like yeah. why chase behind these mm-hmm. networks and these streaming services? Yeah. Is that no the thought point, process? Man. Yeah, kind of because it's like. Uh, they we we tried to pitch it to all these big networks anyway, and nobody believed in it. They were like, "Yo, what is mm, could have really? been records?" Yeah, there's a lot of you know them older executives that mm-hmm. don't really know. They're not really hip, and they just like we we heard this guy's funny, but we don't know what the hell could have been records is. You know, so mm-hmm. every time I tried to explain it, nobody understood what I was talking about. So I'm like, "Damn, we just, we probably just gonna have to do this ourselves." We went to every meeting. I'm talking, I'm taking zooms. It's taking an hour. I'm explaining it for like an hour, breaking it down. We got a PowerPoint. I'm pointing that stuff. I'm making them laugh. So I'm like, "Oh, we we got this." Mm. Nobody believed it. They all like, nah, we'll pass, we'll pass. That's one of your most popular sketches on Yeah, yeah I know. That's I, I, We got proof of concept. I'm like, they're doing views. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We get millions of views. But you know, they, uh, you know, they, you know. What happened with um the show with you and Kevin Hart? Oh, man. They, they took that off, man. We uh we were supposed to do that. Um, Writer's Strike. Writer's Strike. Writer's Strike. Oh, wow. So during Writer's Strike, they uh they took that down, man. They just, they just got rid of it. I don't know. I don't know what the real, real reason was. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it was a show based on like like past high school, being like a high school senior, and uh, yeah, I, I came on there and talked about it with yeah. y'all. But yeah, they they, I really don't know the full the full reason, but they they took that off, man. I don't know. Damn. Yeah, it low key pissed me off a little bit, but yeah, that's what it is. Just cause you know, I, I don't, I really don't know the full writer strike reason. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, and I feel like nobody fully knew exactly what was going on with writer strike and all that. So I think. Uh, yeah, they might have used that as an excuse. I really don't know, but yeah, yeah we 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 had everything rolling, but mm-hmm. you know, I, I think about you with sketch, right? And I think mm-hmm. about you know, because I, I was born in 1978, so I've seen <laughs> a lot of great sketch shows in Living Color, yeah. Chappelle show. Get gas when we start talking about times like that. But I think about it because you are very good at it, right? Yeah. Do you think you need a TV show to validate? you to where people start talking about you in that way like they talk about the key and the pills the chappelles then living colors um not not really i think because social media is so powerful now bro like it, w- without social media and um i'm sure she knows this too as well mm-hmm. like social media is might be bigger than tv now yeah. like it, it used to be the goal like oh we're gonna get the tv we're gonna do this yeah. big thing but it's like when you really think about it, mo- majority of the stars right now are like the social media mm-hmm. people. We even got Twitch streamers who are making bigger bags than rappers. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, and Aiden Ross, these these dudes are really making a lot of money. They're paying the rappers mm-hmm. yeah. like real show fees to come onto their stream. So it's like I don't know. It's it's, it's different days, but I think 
that that's what made me think I don't really need anything. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer? Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Time is a luxury for us, especially if you're a mom. That's why we need a skincare routine that's easy, fast, and gives us results. Plus, what if your products had thousands of five-star reviews, were natural and affordable? Well, say hello to Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Not sure where to start? I highly recommend the Work System. It's everything you need in one powerful package. Take out the guesswork with a proven routine that includes a gentle yet effective cleanser, a super skin toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. See what everyone is raving about. From serum sets to the always sold out retinol alternative TBT cream, you'll find your perfect skincare match. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally five stars. Love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com for 20% off with code GETDIME. That's dimebeautyco.com, code GETDIME for 20% off. Hey there, parents and teachers. Are you tired of feeling like every day is a battle of wills with your kids? Let me tell you about something that changed the game. Love and Logic. Love and Logic isn't just another parenting or teaching strategy. It's a mindset shift that empowers you to raise responsible, respectful kids while keeping your sanity intact. With Love and Logic, you'll learn practical techniques to set limits with empathy, give your kids the tools they need to make smart choices, and build relationships based on mutual respect and understanding. Love and Logic stands behind their methods with a one-year money-back guarantee. Try it out risk-free. If it doesn't change your life, we'll buy it back. 
Plus, you can get 10% off with code IHEART10. So if you're ready to say goodbye to power struggles and hello to peaceful, loving relationships with your kids, it's time to give love and logic a try. Visit their website or call today. Your sanity will thank you. Love and Logic, because parenting and teaching should be a joy, not a chore. Visit loveandlogic.com. Justify anything because it's like, damn, we doing it now. Like, I, I will pull up to a city and say, we're doing could have been records tomorrow, and thousands of people are out there just right. lined up right. trying to mm-hmm. audition. So mm-hmm. it's like, that's really the goal for did, did the celebrities get it at first? I know they get it now, but did they get it at first? Because early on, Birdman was one of, the, one of the ones that you did. Did he get it at first, or did you have to explain to Birdman? Um, it, well, it wasn't too much explained to Birdman. Let's, uh, let's just put that out there, bro. It's not really any, any, any conversation. Sound nervous. Man. Yeah. You know, it's, I saw you with your security too. I was like, damn. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got travel with security now, brother. You know. Yeah. Hey, there's reasons for everything, right? You don't see the chain, so hey, stop asking. Is the beef real? Hey, man. I think it's not, but you gotta watch the show, man. Is is everything? House? Yeah, and could have been house on episode like four or five. Mm-hmm. You gonna you gonna see the whole of how it happened, of what what went down, and. You know the whole altercation itself. So, who you more scared of? You said who am I more scared of? Birdman or, or King? What? A uh, who? King. Ti son. Oh come on, man. King Harris. Standing on Ben. What we talking about, man? Come on, man. Don't play with people. Don't kids now. Don't play with Hey, come on, man. King said he created the term son. Yes, King. He said he pulling up on you. Nah, he did pull up on me at the video shoot. We had too much security out there. He, he did, did. No, nah, he did pull up on me. Yeah, yeah, he did. To the standing on business. Yeah, issues? he tried to do like a like a. a, a <laughs> oh my God. He tried to do a stare off. Got out of his car and just stood on kind of like the top of the car like that and just. I said, man, our name was business. All right, and and this is <laughs> going right back to that nice ass house. <laughs> he he don't know about standing on no business, man. And y'all know that. Y'all stop playing, man. Yeah, I'm lying like I ain't from the suburbs too. Yeah, I'm from the same way. I think, I think King will make it hard for you I'm, in Atlanta. I'm, nah, nah, I, I f- with King Harris though. He cool. He cool. No, you call that man. No, no, no. Hey, 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 We're from the same way. All right, we got more with Drewski when we come back. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Jess Hilarious, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Drewski, Charlemagne. Did, did you really win a million dollars betting on the Super Bowl? Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. Really? Yeah, with prize picks, man. And it was just so How random. How much you had to put up? Uh, 100,000. And they gave you the million? Mm. Yeah, that, like, I really got it in an account. Wow. Yeah, yeah, he wired it. How long did it take? Like two days. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, I looked out for family and friends though. Like I, I, I threw about like like three hundred thousand worth. You gotta pay taxes on that money too, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That was said three hundred thousand. I ain't say five hundred. <laughs> so you left with nothing. No, 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 no. I got, I got, I got a little something. A couple hundred. Yeah, come on, you know, you know, but, but look, I, I already wanted to bless family and friends anyway. beforehand. Yeah, I had this list in my mind during my come up that I'm like, all right, because I used to always like. Stay at my homie's house during the come up, or like you know, they family would let come in there and like shoot skits and mm-hmm. wild out in the house, throw parties, do whatever. Like you know, how, you know how it is. So I, I already had this list in my in, in the back of my head. Like all right, People, I want to look out for them one day. But it's it's hard when it's your real money. I'm like hell, no, nah, I ain't trying to just do that just cause. So. How much you give them though? Like you give everybody the same amount? Or? Yeah, no, nah, I gave I gave a good amount away. It was, it was split up good. Everybody got what they owed, man. I ain't give too much to nobody. I ain't give too too less to the other person. So it's, it's never gonna be enough, though. Yeah, it's never gonna yeah, be enough. You know how that go. The more the more successful you get, I heard. Like, I heard. Ain't doing this. Drewski ain't yeah, doing that. Yeah. You know. I just hope they're thankful for it because you know I came from a good place. True. Yeah. 
Now, in the trailer of the uh, could have been house you had stars in there. You got um, Chris Brown, yeah. one of my favorite people. I knew you was gonna leave with Chris. Uh, uh-huh. Yes, Chris. <laughs> um, Snoop Dogg, Nav Green. Wait, wait, wait. Why you say that? <laughs> she loves Chris. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Yeah, she loves Chris's. I love okay, okay. Chris Brown and I love my boyfriend Chris. But yeah, Chris. Okay, yeah. Chris Brown is. I'm a major fan. Okay. But um, how did you get them to be down with the, uh, all the chaos? I know the show was chaotic. Yeah, yeah. It, it was crazy as hell, man. Yeah. I think. Um, Honestly, yeah, nah. Chris Brown, he's 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 a good friend of mine, but he mm. he wanted to come in and participate somehow, some way. So we had Snoop Dogg come in and do like a whole bunch of like judging and stuff. But Chris Brown came in and did like a dance competition. Yeah, where we like is I don't want to give too much of it away, but yeah. he's he, that can dance his ass off. He don't stop. Mm-hmm. That was dancing behind the scenes. I'm like, hey man, wait till they start recording this. <laughs> Sit down somewhere. Nah, he he he's a he's a good dude, but nah, he he's addicted to dancing, and he yeah. and he honestly does not stop dancing. Yep. But yeah, nah, we had him doing that. We had uh, Troy Taylor on there. He's like a vocal coach. Who else we had on there? Crip Mac. You know who Crip Mac is? Yeah, I think Crip Mac. He be on uh No Jumper a lot. Right? He is in jail. He's in jail? Yeah. He used to be on No Jumper though, right? Well, yeah, he used to be on yeah. No Jumper. Yeah, but he, um, yeah, nah. <laughs> what do you mean? He's like, you know what? You know what? That brother is in jail right now, right now, right now man. man. What? Nah, uh, and how long? I really don't know. That He'd be in and out. That's why we had him come and talk to contestants, because it was like jail one on one, what you got to cook in there. What it's like, and then he, he ran some fades with some. <laughs> in the in house? house? Yeah, he ran fades with in the house. I mean, yeah. beefing with him and just start yeah, fighting, yeah. or just teaching him how to fight. No, 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 no. He's like, he's like, yo, if you if if you gonna go to jail, you gotta run some fades. So this aligned everybody up in the house mm. and ran. Real, we thought it was gonna be like a slap box, you know. Everybody like, ah, the crib man crazy. This started knocking this <laughs> out. I said, okay, man. We we had to shut the whole. You have yeah. insurance? Yeah, yeah, we got all that. Yeah, everybody good. Everybody good. Ain't no concussions or nothing. Ain't no concussions. Nobody got hurt for real. <laughs> what the hell? It could have been. Ain't no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you no. know, yeah, no. We we put a stop to it after like the second one. Damn. Nah, we we put a stop to it though. Like I, we knew we knew the you know. After but y'all see person. it on the show. Y'all see it. Y'all see it. You see how uh, I feel like they're trying to start beef between like the people who do like the sketches and stuff. Man, I online. hate that. Man, they 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 yeah. love comparing contrast. Mm-hmm. With everybody, who who you seen recently? They doing that? Oh, uh, I saw the meme where they compared. They said, "Who's funny?" You told me I'm lying. Yeah. Just yeah, told yeah, me about yeah, this last yeah. night. Talking yeah. about uh, you and Desi Banks. You know they stay doing that. Mm-hmm. They, it is, bro. There's so many. I don't. I don't know why they try to put. And it makes like almost like a real. It almost feel like a real beef when you yeah. see the person because you really, in in general, you know, I, I f- with him like that's yeah. that's my guy. We did like a show early on where he brought me on to when I was still like young on the come up and like Ooh. I think Desi, Desi, okay, yeah, we was in um, something in Atlanta. We we did a show together and uh, yeah, it, it, like I said, it makes it weird a little bit because when you see the social media and like. Twitter and all these people mm-hmm. saying all these comments, it makes you feel like it damn near is beef in real life because it's like damn, yeah kind of don't like this man but you but you don't really feel that way right, right, right. but it's like you're so right. you're seeing all these comments you see but it, but yeah it gets in your brain because yeah, i'm a competitive person i'm so competitive that yeah if i see something like that it's like nah 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 i gotta win that right and it's I not got, even I got, personal I, yeah, I got, yeah it's not even personal yeah it's not even personal it just becomes the same and i'm sure he could probably agree the same way mm-hmm. but they do it with even like country wayne they do it with uh dc young Fly. they do it with everybody man. yeah and all of y'all do different things but also people yeah, don't realize yeah. when y'all being funny or being just sarcastic because I, I dad yeah. left a comment and he was like um, stop comparing me to dude yeah. hey man now, if you yeah. don't, hey, I don't know hey you don't know if that was real I don't know hey, no. hey. So uh, but I, I, I don't feel that way I think it's just I hate that it makes you start to feel like it is mm-hmm. because of how they try to but yeah we gotta do better man so why not call a person I'd be like man listen man just, just in case 
We ain't got no issues. Cause it ain't even gotta be all that. Yeah, it ain't even cause it's like, bro, let's just keep, let's keep grinding, man. It ain't yeah. about that. Cause I don't even wonder, cause when you make that call, it's almost acknowledging like, hey, nah, this yeah. Is, yeah, they, they doing their job, man. They, I ain't, you know, making me not like, nah, it's the yeah. point, you know. But I think, um, yeah, nah, I don't, I don't feel that way. I just, <clears throat> you never know how the other side feel. I don't know. Mm -hmm. What about, uh, people that are also, they accuse you of stealing their skit ideas? Mm. I saw the uh, guy yeah, named that was that was more recent. Yeah. yeah, nah, I think I don't know, man. I, I honestly, I, I've been so original since I started like doing skits in general. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. I, I never felt like I had to steal from anybody. If anything, I felt like people stole from me. But mm -hmm. that's neither here nor there. I don't, I don't address it. I, I think um, I did see the whole thing with that dude and what's how, he say stole? Some uh, of the work wives. the people yeah the work wives people yeah. the one you just posted you just posted that yeah, yeah, yeah. this week yeah this I think past it was this week, week. Yeah, yeah. yeah work having a work relationship and it blew up so crazy that was probably mm -hmm. bro I got like seventy million views because on it's Twitter relatable yeah it's like and twenty it's million on Instagram yeah. like, I think because it's true I think I'm a couple million yeah. TikTok yeah yeah so I think um <laughs> yeah we all we all I, I'm 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 a truth teller brother like I I, I that's I, I I do skits on things that I went through. Mm -hmm things I've seen in real life. Yeah. It's nothing, I'm not faking anything. So there's, uh, of course, if we're black, we have all seen almost similar mm -hmm. things. It's kind of like when Cat Williams was calling out some of the dudes for stealing his jokes on stage. It's like, yo, we are all kind of from the same, we've seen the same struggle, we've seen the same type of So it's like, it's kind of hard not to say that maybe sometimes we are stealing, but yeah, nah, I, I never had to do that to, mm -hmm. especially with me being, you know, so original with my I, I never had to steal nobody. That's not steal. You consider yeah. that stealing justice because you got nah. You got but the I, 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 but the thing yeah. is, I never even saw the dude until yeah. they had. I started seeing people tag it, tag it, tag it. So I'm like, damn, who is this? So I went mm -hmm, to the yeah. page and I saw that he does those type of skits all the time. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, oh brother, that's oh man, you know, look, I just came in and did one. I ain't. Oh, I get you I'm not trying to take your flow here, but right. he, yeah, he had, he had written down. He's like, y'all seen buddy stole my. Shit. And I'm like, bro, come on, man. Mm -hmm. yeah. But see, I never address it like that. I just read it and be like, I just laugh because it's keep no, moving. yeah, keep pushing, man. There's no the point thing. in entertaining all that. Yeah. So, yeah. But I'm saying when you yeah. got an idea, like yeah. the work husband, work wife idea. Yeah. That's just a, but who did it better, brother? Let's talk about that. Who did see, it better? See, this is where the people start. <laughs> nah, the most violent. You already said, did you already said, you already on the low. He said that low. He ain't no teach his own. Fire. I ain't hey, see it. Wow. Yeah, you ain't. That's your guy. You see how people start? You see? Crazy. Nah, I really didn't see it. I don't know. I definitely saw yours. Yeah, nah, it's, it's uh. Yeah. I, but it worked for Malik because honestly, no yeah, that's his Malik. whole that's his whole flow, and I respect that he does that. It's cool. But I, I never know. heard of Malik until this. See, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. That's so what I said. And and he can swear they like, bro, he's seen that. So I started seeing people. He posted another skit recently. They like, oh, Drewski gonna steal this one. It's not something I just do. They, they just assume that I'm watching this shit. Nah, I, I think uh, what he's doing is great. Hey, I, I applaud him. That, that's his flow. <laughs> Keep doing it, brother. All right, well, we still kicking it with Drewski. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, everybody. It's DJ MV Jess Hilarious, Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Drewski, Charlemagne. You know, I want to ask you about could have been records. Like, you talk a lot about the 360 deals and the bad contracts. Do you actually yeah. talk to artists about that? Is that what you Yeah, hell yeah. We, we, I okay. like to tell people straight up, we're going to f you over. Mm. That's why I said I was inspired by P. Diddy. When, that's what I was talking about. Why the f do y'all keep looking at me like that? When I say that, I'm saying that I'm inspired by the way he was talking to his way people. Label. Over. Well, I ain't say that. <laughs> yeah, no, I ain't say that. I like the way that he was talking to the people at his label on the show. You know, like yeah. So I, I, that's the oh, same man. way we do our business. Yeah, yeah. We he tell you straight up. up. Yeah, straight if, up, if, if yeah. you know you getting over from jump.
Mm-hmm. What the problem is? You can't, yeah. You knew the contract when you got in here. That's true. You knew mm-hmm. what it was. By the way, that's true even if you don't tell them that. Because they can read. Right. Yeah. Right. Go get you a lawyer, read yeah. the contract. No, no, no. They can't all read, though. Don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, they can't all read. Yo. Yeah, somebody that was dyslexic that was recently on the show. You know what that means. <laughs> okay. okay, his brother can't read either. He, I, I'm, I'm listening. He's lost in space. I'm waiting right on you. Nah, he like to get you to just keep talking and just right, run down right, that rabbit right. hole of saying stupid <laughs> He like, keep doing it. Go ahead. <laughs> Talk yourself to that hole. So Juicy didn't do Juicy didn't do Hey, I smarted last night. Did he? See, I, I got I to gotta come back and correct myself. I feel <laughs> yeah. like we need to put a disclaimer at the beginning of this. Wait for Drew to finish his whole answer. I, listen, I thought you came here just had beef with everybody. Nah, 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 nah. Y'all bringing up all the beef, man. Dogs, I dyslexic, know. Diddy, Desi. De- wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Nah, y'all. Hey, come on, man. I don't got no beef with problem with nobody, man. Is it tough for people to take you serious? And you <laughs> yeah, obviously, too much? you see, you see. Like I'm trying to be serious, man. I try to get my point across. Oh. <laughs> nah, um, yeah. Since I was a kid, man, I always yeah. But I think. Uh, what do you mean? Even when a kid, when you was a kid, they didn't take you serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like teachers, uh, students, all that, man. Like we always used to. I used to f- around so much that everybody mm-hmm. thought everything I said was a joke, you know. So it, it's normal. But the people close to me, they know. We we. Why are you we laughing, have... man? That man talking. Yeah, look, man. <laughs> no. <laughs> when, when, when I'm, a brother's trying to tell his truth right now, That's man. Right. I'm you laughing at that man's yeah, truth. Yeah, yeah. God, now, damn. Do you remember a time where like you was like dead serious, like man, I'm, like you was sick or something, and you didn't believe you, and they didn't believe you? Yeah, nah. I, I had to go to the hospital when I I, cra- I, got, I crashed on a um on a four wheeler like four or five years ago mm-hmm. and well really like three four years ago and I, I went to the hospital and everybody was in there trying to take selfies take videos and joke around and shit, but I really was like hurt for real mm-hmm. but it was like a whole joke that I was in there like what, what, what the hell you doing in here I'm like <laughs> me oh they're for real yeah, 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 everybody like yeah it's like yo I need help right now you know what I'm saying but that's the problem boy what your ass doing in here get your ass sit up get up I'm like my back my back you know what I'm saying but that that's the oh, thing about comedians man. you can never be yeah. serious or like really be going through some real shit. Well, yeah. no, that's because of you. Because you, nah, yeah. no, no, no. Even, even, even DC, DC mm-hmm. recently. I think somebody <laughs> stole his bag or something. Yeah, and is and in the comments roasting. They said, mm-hmm. "Lame man, lost your bag at the club." At I'm like, damn, <laughs> bro. He has some valuable things in there, man. <laughs> no, I can't. Can y'all really show some remorse for this dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah people oh, don't give a man. when you when you funny. People don't give a. Which is kiss yo. You do be having like you. Be, yeah, I be having like, real, real, real circumstances. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think people be. Thinking that yes, I'll be coming in stadiums, <laughs> arenas, courthouses, yeah, it don't matter hospitals. where we are. T- TSA. So I can, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so why would I believe you? I yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. I get it. So yeah, I had a I had a guy text me. What was NBA All Star Weekend last weekend? Yeah, yeah. he's flirting with you. Yeah. Shut up. Guy text me last weekend. And he <laughs> you was, had a guy text you. He was like, he was like, well, it was in a group chat, and he was like, man, most popular person that some NBA All Star party yeah. was Drewski, yeah. hands mm-hmm. down. I'm like. Hey, I mean, he's doing his thing. Yeah, man. Nah, I'm just, I'm blessed. I'm thankful, man. Did I'm, you feel that in the party that he was talking about? I don't know which uh, one he was talking little about. A little bit, a little bit, yeah, because my dumb ass was standing on the couch yeah, and, and nobody else was standing. No, 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 that wasn't Michael Rubin. Yeah, I don't think it was Mike Rubin. Yeah, it was, uh, he talking about an all-star, not NBA Super Bowl. NBA all-star, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I remember that. Yeah, I think it was um, Jada Kiss. Jada Kiss oh, okay. was there. Yeah, it was a couple, it was a couple different that was out there. Jada Kiss had a party? 
Yeah, I, I think Jada Kiss had a party. It was it was one of them old heads, man. So yeah, they had a party. Jesus <laughs> Christ! No, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, I, it was it was one of those brothers. I don't know. Yeah. Well, let's 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 get into your record. Let's introduce your record. Yeah. Oh, yeah. one more thing. You and Jack Harlow got a movie, right? Are y'all still working on that? No, we're not working on that. God damn! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> another another writer strike. Man. Damn. Another writer strike. Hey, you know, we, we had a, we had a whole bunch of a lot of missed opportunities. But see, it don't be about the missed opportunities, man. It's mm -hmm. about continuing. To try, you got to keep doing this over and over, figuring it out. Yeah. It don't matter about the news; they only gonna know about the yeses unless y'all bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody really. Watching. You and Jack got a good relationship, though. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah, man. That's my boy. Yo, mm -hmm. um, how you feel about this record talking about whips, whips and, and chains? chains? Man, bro, he's going crazy. I mean, it's a white guy talking about whips and chains in America. People love that. Yeah, but I think he's talking about like locking them down. Like, yeah, you know, that's whoa, what slavery whoa, was all about. Whoa, whoa, locking them down. No, man, you know what I'm saying? Like locking them down. Like so nobody you're, you're can okay lock with them down. slavery. Is what you said? No, <laughs> man. As long as it's just yeah, yeah, keep trying to set me up, bro. Nah, nah, nah. It's a, it's a good song. I think I think he. Uh, no, it's it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bop, man. It's a bop, man. <laughs> Moving on, because I don't want to have to correct myself on that either. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's about my music. About to go number one. Play my standing on business. Me and Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Standing on business. DJ Drama on there, too. Shout the drama. Yeah. We appreciate you for joining us, Yeah, follow Drewski if you're not already, but who is it? Yes. Definitely, man. Thank y'all. And always a pleasure to see you, bro. Love you, y'all, man. Thank y'all. It's the Breakfast Club. It's Drewski. Good morning. This morning, everybody, it's DJ That was Drewski? Yes, Jess Hilarious. Yes. We are the Breakfast Club. How we throw to the song and forgot about it just that fast? I know that's right. Well, let's get to He's Jessica. standing on business. Music is real. Music is real. Jessica Lyons, Jessica Robin Moore, Jess don't do no lies. Jess is gonna bring you numbers. Jess with the mess and music is real. On the Breakfast Club. I know they know the distance. Keep it stop. Don't say we forgot. You forgot. I just never I was, heard it. I wasn't in the room. And Envy been playing it all weekend. So. All right, so Portia Williams filed for divorce last week. <gasps> oh my God, no! Oh my God, yeah, she did. She she filed for divorce, and um, she only been married to this guy, you know, Simon Wobadia. Since don't nobody really know how to say his name, mm -hmm. Wobadia. That's how you say it. <laughs> but for a year and three months, right? She and people been speculating like, why, why, you know? And she, but she said they are currently living in a bona fide state of separation. So that was her reason. But a week ago, just uh, just a week before she filed for divorce, they was living it up in Dubai. And mm -hmm. she was captioning pictures like, happy wife, happy life, my ride or die. And yes, he thought he was going to die today because he almost fell out the boat or whatever. So uh, hashtag be his peace. So she's been real like in love or whatever. So the bona fide state of separation was, was like mind bottling for some people. But interesting, because she's returning to Real Housewives. A lot of people think this could be a storyline for her. Mm, I can see that. Yeah, I can, I can see, see it too. I will say though, uh, when that was announced last week, man, you know, mm. throughout this building, at least on this floor, yeah, there were so many men rejoicing. I mean, <laughs> not really so many. It was just one. They know it was a bunch of them. They were so happy. It was yeah. like, man, Portia's single now. And that's crazy. Portia <laughs> back in these streets. And that's crazy because it was married men rejoicing. I, you saw so, that? That was yeah, so crazy. That man. was crazy. And I was it like, was what's wrong so with y'all? Crazy. No, you didn't say that. But that's so crazy. <laughs> so then, right, some other fans was thinking like. Like maybe she leaving because of his legal issues, you know, because he keep on trying to like apply for like the citizenship and all right. that, but he keeps being denied. Um, and so people were saying like she only wanted him for money and all of that type of stuff. Now her statement after filing for the divorce is thank you for your prayers and support and you know a heart, a uh, broken heart emoji and all that. And his statement is, "Will stop loving my wife when the divorce is final." 
Um, but it's so crazy because she literally released audio not too long ago of her returning to the show. That's what she said. Who said that? Portia Williams coming back to Real Housewives of Atlanta? That's false. But Portia Gravadia is in the building. <laughs> See y'all. So that's why I may be a storyline. I believe up and down and inspired storyline for sure. Okay. Cause like, but, why wouldn't you? But you still file? You don't say we like you file. You do the paperwork to yeah. actually go all the way through with it. Yeah. Well, people has to like people have to want to watch the show. True. You know what I'm saying? Cause mm -hmm. it's, I I don't know. A lot of people saying it's on his last leg and all of that. So mm -hmm. it's like, oh my god, Portia getting divorced. We gotta watch. You know, I have no idea. So. Another Bravo news, Andy Cohen apologizes to Brandy Glanfield. So, Brandy Glanfield. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer? Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Time is a luxury for us, especially if you're a mom. That's why we need a skincare routine that's easy, fast, and gives us results. Plus, what if your products had thousands of five-star reviews, were natural and affordable? Well, say hello to Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Not sure where to start? I highly recommend the Work System. It's everything you need in one powerful package. Take out the guesswork with a proven routine that includes a gentle yet effective cleanser, a super skin toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. See what everyone is raving about. From serum sets to the always sold out retinol alternative TBT cream, you'll find your perfect skincare match. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally five stars. Love your
your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com for 20% off with code GETDIME. That's dimebeautyco.com, code GETDIME for 20% off. Hey there, parents and teachers. Are you tired of feeling like every day is a battle of wills with your kids? Let me tell you about something that changed the game. Love and Logic. Love and Logic isn't just another parenting or teaching strategy. It's a mindset shift that empowers you to raise responsible, respectful kids while keeping your sanity intact. With Love and Logic, you'll learn practical techniques to set limits with empathy, give your kids the tools they need to make smart choices, and build relationships based on mutual respect and understanding. Love and Logic stands behind their methods with a one-year money-back guarantee. Try it out risk-free. If it doesn't change your life, we'll buy it back. Plus, you can get 10% off with code IHEART10. So if you're ready to say goodbye to power struggles and hello to peaceful, loving relationships with your kids, it's time to give love and logic a try. Visit their website or call today. Your sanity will thank you. Love and logic, because parenting and teaching should be a joy, not a chore. Visit loveandlogic.com. They'll claim that um, Andy Cohen sent her an inappropriate um, recording back in 2022 and she's a real housewife of Beverly Hills um, a lot of people don't know mm-hmm. um, Brandy claimed that Andy sexually harassed her when he sent the video and the video was said uh, he want he wants her to watch he and his husband have sex basically uh, th- those were the contents and uh, the context and what happened now <laughs> he did he said what allegedly Allegedly, he said he wanted Brandy Glanfield to watch him and his husband have sex with each other. And so she was offended by that. And well, um, like, boy, I almost jawed you just now. <laughs> hey, she, yo. Calm down. Short, like, you're doing too much. Wow. We're speaking about Andy and his I husband. Know, right? Now you want to jaw, no, nigga. No, because y'all ain't see that. Wait, you, wait till you see it on camera. The Eli come creeping around. He just bend over. I'm going to you. Yeah, because yeah. I didn't know who that was. Right, look, look, freaky, oh, freak. Oh my bad, my bad. It's not his husband. It's his boyfriend. So okay. yeah, even worse. So I want you to watch me and my boyfriend have sex, pretty much. Um That's wild. Yeah, it's very much wild. And she filed and she said that, you know, and he apologized once it got out in the media and mm-hmm. everything. He apologized in a tweet that said, uh, this video of this Oh, it's a video. video. Yeah, this video shows Kate Chastain and I were very clearly joking to Brandy. Um, it was absolutely meant in jest, and Brandy's response clearly communicated she was in on the joke. That said, it was totally inappropriate, and I apologize. Now, question, you know, because gay men play like that, right? Gay men do stuff like that. Gay men be grabbing y'all breasts and all kind of stuff and Excuse saying me, wild no, stuff. No, none of my gay, none of my, no. And I, have I a be lot seeing of gay, gay guys while I like yeah, that's play cute, like that. But not everybody play like that. I don't. And if, if, if this ain't what you want, don't grab them because yeah. don't play with me. But I'm if this would have been any other exec, don't you think worse would have happened? Yeah, if, if, if it was an a black exec man. actually yeah, said, what, I'm saying, you want to watch me and my whatever have that's sex? That's why I believe his sexuality plays a big role. That's why. He would have had to take time off. He would have had to resign. He would have had to do. Yeah. He would have been suspended. He would have been. Gay men get away with a lot of that. Yeah, crazy gay talk. men. But still, what if it was you? Like a black gay man that say something. <laughs> you, no, you still would have been fine. Gay. I heart would have washed their hands with you real quick <laughs> after everything you've been through. They would have been like, oh no, uh, uh-uh. you, you would have been right off the chart. So that's it. You know, but um. So you think it's because uh, I don't know because he's an exec, right? And he, yeah. he is his show. They would have yeah. definitely made him resign. They definitely would have made him take time off. They definitely would have put him in counseling. They would have. They would have been something. And I then re- he just think this to about to apologize like that in a tweet and to say that was a joke. It's like what you know. It, it's he, inappropriate either way, yeah, regardless of what your sexuality. He is. clearly feels like oh, that's all I gotta do. Just tweet that I'm, I apologize. She knew it was a joke. Whatever. I don't really want you to watch my, watch us do that. <laughs> 
Anyway, Cam Newton involved. That was some tea. I ain't gonna lie. I'm sitting over here with drinking. Like, it really? is some, yep, straight up. Okay. I gotta put on my messy visions for this, though. So. Hold up, real quick. So, Cam Ooh, Newton jumped. You about to use them fingernails. Go ahead, <laughs> Go ahead. Cam Newton jumped four boys at, um, at his Georgia <laughs> No, that's not what happened. That is what happened. Let's tell the story. This is good. Let's <laughs> so, Cam was given, an, uh, he gave a youth football, you know, he has a youth football camp, and yep. he was given an event in Georgia, and uh, he apparently ended up in the middle of a brawl at a 707, um, the 707 game. Mm-hmm. And the incident took place at invitation-only camp and a tournament over the weekend. Mm-hmm. All right, details have not been released at this time, and authority with the local police and all that have not been available to comment. But um, the video shows like it was like three of them, and then a fourth one came up and got a little sneak punch. But he was handling he these was. little niggas. I'm talking. About, I'm serious. <laughs> it was how do you try to jump somebody right. and you get jumped? What you said earlier is true. Yeah, he jumped. Cam jumped four people. I swear, I felt like... <laughs> no, no, I get it. Yeah, watched, yeah, 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 you're right. You're right. Yo, if you you're watch right. the video, it looked like right. he's like right. beating up on his kids in the house. Yeah. Like all the ass deserved to have the ass whipped and that's what happened. But, but I want... Yeah, I want, one in the headlock. I want... Three. I need Cam Newton to have an offensive line with him at all times. Meaning yeah. security. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, I don't care if it's your event. You should never be in a situation where people feel yeah. like they can jump you anyway. I don't care yeah. how big you are, how strong you are. You got to mm-hmm. make it difficult for people. It was a seven Seven. I don't care. League. You know, yeah. I don't care. And it don't matter it, don't care. if you're from. It don't matter where you're from. Like, cause he's from Atlanta. That's right. Right. Okay. Yeah. You. You still don't. You don't know who you are. That's right. Cause what NFL what, MVP. What one of them little dudes had a knife. Period. You know what or, I'm saying? Or a gun. Or you know, a gun. obviously they got through security. They called the TSP boys, so top shelf performance. I don't know what they perform. It's not even fighting. And they didn't even care because police was there. I did not care. They didn't even care. That's why I said Atlanta is unhinged. You gotta have your, <laughs> you gotta have an offensive line with you at all times. And Cam Hat didn't even move. You know that, right? No, huh? that definitely didn't move. Cam Hat right. stayed on the whole time. What the whole time? I'm I not was like, lie. oh my I'm god! I'm buying me one of Cam Newton hat. What's the name of his line? No, it ain't gonna stay on that slippery head. <laughs> that he got locks and stuff. It ain't gonna stay on that. But I, I just wanted to report Mashika. that yeah, he beat they ass. Mashika hats. Mashika yeah, hats. Yeah, spell it. Spell it. M e s h i k a. Go to mashika. Mashika.com to get yes. a hat. Shout the Cam. If you want to get one of them Cam Newton hats. Look, mm-hmm. who hat stay? <laughs> who hat is more like in place? Neo or Cam Newton? Cause I don't know Neo hats don't ever fall off neither Ooh. And they be tilted and some more They do They do But Cam was fighting and T.I. T. T. had some good hat balance too But yeah I, I gotta say Cam cause Yeah Cam Cam T. was T. in the midst of action He was wrestling You said T.I. Oh yeah T.I. had to defy gravity crazy Oh okay Yeah I had to lean to the side And wouldn't never fall But no Neo and Cam That's what I said Yeah Yeah crazy Alright I go Cam I'm glad when Neo take his hats off Cause I always feel like Neo hats be Working too hard, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 be, be holding on to dead life. Yeah, they just Neo. Yeah, so I'll be happy when he take his hat off. <laughs> oh, I gotta say, Cam. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that was mm-hmm. Jess with the mess. Thank yes, you, Jess. Yes, you're welcome. Thank uh, you. All right, Charlemagne. Donkey today. Who are you giving that donkey? Man, before after the hour, I really don't know who I'm giving it to, but it's like this false narrative that's been being spread about uh, myself and Killer Mike that I'd like to discuss. Okay. Oh my so God, yeah, no. Before after the hour, we'll discuss it. Yes. <laughs> Wait, man. <laughs> <laughs> The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Your execution on the donkey of the day is something to behold. Is it a read? He gave me donkey of the day and I deserve it. People need to know. Well, need... you need to tell them. I am. You have the voice. Tell them. Tell them. Tell them. Tell them. It's time for donkey of the day. It's a read, <laughs> but you're so good at it. You're trying to be a fake-ass Charlemagne. There's only one Charlemagne to Charlemagne. Damn, Charlemagne. Who you give a donkey of the day to now? 
Well, Sexy Red, donkey today for Monday, February 26th. Isn't going to a particular person or individual. I'm casting a wide net, okay? It's just going to a false narrative that is being spread by people and individuals on social media. And I have to say in regards, uh, I have to say networks like MSNBC too. Not the whole of MSNBC, but I've seen a, a couple of articles on MSNBC blogs that have also pushed this false narrative we are about to discuss. And this weekend, I was home and I woke up Saturday morning to a few people I highly respect and they sent me some comments from Stephanie Rule's MSNBC show, The 11th Hour. I've been on Stephanie's show before. I know Stephanie. Uh, all love and respect. I enjoy the program. She had a sister on there named Dr. Christina Greer, who was a political scientist at Fordham University. And they were discussing Trump sneakers. Okay, the lower third said Trump hawks sneakers in bid to attract young voters. And Dr. Christina Greer was speaking to that. And then uh, Stephanie Rule interjected and brought up myself and the good brother Killer Mike's name. Why? I don't know. And then Dr. Christina Greer went off. Let's listen. We've had water, we've had steaks, we've had ties. Okay, we've had but then why don't I hear from the Charlemagne the God or the killer mics out there saying, hold on. Because they need to read a book and or talk to a political scientist. <gasps> oh my God. Right? These are people who have massive platforms. And Huge are, influence have over young massive people. Massive influence over not just young people, but black men in particular. They are the ones who are parroting Russian propaganda. What? Things that you can find easily on Facebook. <gasps> sort of saying, well, neither one does anything. So, you know, I don't know. If you want to stay home, that's up to you. They refuse to lay out what, how far this train can go off the track, right? How far Donald Trump can take us away from democratic ideals. This country is not perfect. Every black person knows that, mm. right? But incrementally, we have to actually work towards the ideals. We can't have people consistently telling young people, well, if you sit this one out, I don't think it'll make a difference because, you know, Joe Biden hasn't done anything for your community. Absolutely not. Mm. I mean, we know that having debt relief for people who have gone to college, that actually closes the wealth gap, right? Mm. So African-Americans can actually start to buy houses. I mean, the list goes on and on. So when you have people like Killer Mike and Charlamagne the God, I think they are actually real dangerous threats to democracy. <gasps> wow. Dr. Christina Grimm, myself and Killer Mike are threats to democracy. We parrot Russian propaganda. We tell black people not to vote. We refuse to lay out how, how far this train can go off the tracks, how far away Donald Trump can take us from Democrats ideas I mean man with all due respect everything she said about killer Mike and myself is a complete lie and her lie wasn't intentional she didn't go on the 11th hour and say I'm gonna lie on Charlemagne and killer Mike her lie is based on false information her lie is based off false narrative false narratives that she might see on Facebook see when you see a false narrative on social media and you don't do any independent research to see if what is being said is true and then you go on a platform and repeat that false narrative you are helping to push that lie I know it's not intentional Dr. Christina Greer is just a victim of false information like so many of us are it, get, it gets brought to my attention the lies a lot of black political pundits speak on social media and in their group chats about myself. I'm fully aware of who says what. Black people in the political space on social media who love Master Biden and the Democrats so much and they hate any critique of them. So they have all these things to say about myself and a killer mic. Listen, I don't have any problem with you disagreeing with us, but don't lie on us. All right? Don't say we pushing Russian propaganda and telling folks not to vote. And please don't say I'm not willing to tell folks how far Trump can take us from Democratic ideals i don't even have to talk let's just run the receipts because this is what i really want to get to this is me earlier this year on piers morgan all the way in the uk piers asked me about joe biden's you ain't black comments if you don't know whether to vote for me or trump you ain't black and this was my answer when he asked me about that i think what he was trying to say is simply you know if you vote for donald trump as a black person you may be voting against your own interests do you think that is true 
Do you think you're voting against your own interests oh. as a black American if you vote for Trump? Yes, I do. Because, you know, I feel like, you know, Donald Trump is a, a threat to democracy. And, um, you know, when you talk about a, a country that could be leaning toward fascism because you have people in a party that are leaning toward fascism, you know, as a black person or any minority, I don't think, you know, you would want to live under a fascist regime. And, you know, that's not something that's going to fare too well for you. Let, let's go to when I was on Who's Talking to Chris Wallace on CNN. He asked me a simple question. What do I think of Donald Trump? Listen. What do you think of Donald Trump? I think Donald Trump is a fascist who does not care about democracy in any way, shape or form. So you think it would be dangerous for the country if he were to get back in the White I House? Think, I think that is I think that's an understatement, you know, and I think that's also the the pickle that we as, as American people are in. Right. I think that is three options in 2024. You have. Donald Trump, who's the criminal. Mm -hmm. You have uh, Joe Biden, who represents the cowards. Mm -hmm. I think the Democratic Party are cowards. They don't fight enough. And you got the couch. And I think, you know, the couch is voter apathy. And I think a lot of people are going to choose uh, to, to, to stay home in 2024. And that that should that should scare us. The one time that people should absolutely positively be terrified and be afraid of what could happen to democracy is next year. Oh, the MAGA bots are getting information in my comments right now. Now, listen, am I clear yet? Because I'm consistent. I'm going to play one more. This is me when I was on This Week uh, on ABC with Jonathan Carl. And Jonathan, he too asked me about Donald Trump. Listen. This is the first time in my life when people say things like, you know, uh, this person is a threat to democracy. Mm -hmm. It's absolutely true. And it's mind boggling to mm -hmm. me that, you know, nobody is taking it as serious as I feel like. They should. Like, we watched an attempted coup of this country happen on January 6th. And everybody's acting like it was just a bunch of people, you know, wilding at, at spring break, you know, down in Florida. Yeah. Like, we literally watched, you know, people try to th overthrow the government because they didn't like the results of an election led by uh, a, a former, you know, president. If that doesn't cause a sense of urgency in people, I don't know what will. Is that the Russian propaganda Dr. Christina Greer is speaking about? Does that sound like someone telling people not to vote? Listen, I'm not even mad at Dr. Christina Greer because I understand how this happens. And this is what I want to say this morning. Fox News does a phenomenal job of pushing the narrative they want out there. For example, if I'm in an interview and I say President Biden is an uninspiring candidate with no man character energy, if I get on this air and I ask a question, is the Biden-Harris administration a ticket that can win in November? Because based off the low approval ratings, the low poll numbers, the fact Trump has 91 criminal charges. The fact Trump is a wannabe dictator, but polls show he still might win a general election. If I ask, are they a ticket that can still win? Or if I say, you know, which I have, I think Biden should step aside for the good of, good of the party because he himself said there's 50 other people in the Democratic Party who could beat Trump. When I say those things in the conversation, Fox will take those clips and turn them into stories. They constantly push the narrative they want out there to the American people because using those clips reinforces the narrative they are pushing that black people are off Biden. If you ask me, I personally believe what my guy Tim Ryan believes and that there is an exhausted majority of people in America. It's not about race, gender, sexuality, nothing, sexuality, none of that. OK, it's just a bunch of us who are tired of it all. But I don't want to get sidetracked. Fox News does a phenomenal job of taking from these interviews what they want to push their narrative. Why doesn't the left do the same? There's not one interview where I don't warn America about the dangers of a second Trump presidency. But instead of amplifying those things, y'all follow the leader, Fox News. That is y'all daddy, because they are the cable news leaders. OK, y'all make y'all commentary about the headlines they create in regards to what I said. 
SaluteTheMediaite.com. Kobe Hall, that's my guy. Kobe wrote a fantastic article once about me discussing how Fox News only highlights my criticism of Biden, but never about Trump. And by the way, my Biden commentary is not rooted in whether or not he's done things for black people or not. Have I expressed those things before? Yes. But in this season, I'm asking a simple question. Is Biden-Harris still a winnable ticket? I'm not saying nothing David Axelrod hasn't said. I'm not saying nothing Ezra Klein hasn't said, but y'all black political scientists and pundits, y'all don't call them threats to democracy. Why? Because they white men. You know, that's why. Okay. <laughs> I, I truly believe y'all not mad about what I'm saying. Y'all just mad as me saying it. I'm the hip hop radio personality with no college degree, no political experience. What does he know? The rapper Killer Mike is just a rapper. Okay. The, the rapper Killer Mike and the hip hop radio personality shouldn't be the one saying these things. And you know what? I feel so bad for Mike because Mike not even saying nothing. Okay. <laughs> this time last year, I was in the studio with Killer Mike and our beautiful black wives and our good brother Lil Duval. And we was listening to the album that would go on to win rap album of the year at the Grammys. Michael, okay, and Killer Mike said back then he was focusing on local politics in Atlanta and, and, and in Georgia, and he was focusing on his music. He don't want to talk politics, but the but the left gets so caught up in the conservative narrative that they took from Mike's two times. He's spoken about politics over the last 30 days. Mike said on Bill Maher, Maher he didn't want to endorse anyone, okay? So they brought it back up on The View. Can I play just a little bit of what Mike said on Bill Maher before we get out of here? Play play what he I, said. I still like the policy that the old man had that I was supporting. Bernie Sanders. I would encourage people to find who's supporting that policy and, and see what. Okay, now play what he said on The View. That's all he got. You don't have The View clip in there? Huh? Nope. Oh, my God. Well, anyway. Uh, Mike says, I supported Bernie Sanders. You should support the candidate most in line with progressive policies. The person who's more prone to work with progressives. He said on The View, I supported Keisha Lance Bottoms, who worked for the Biden administration. And I supported all these other Democrats in Georgia. And he named him. And he says, you should follow and support the candidate they are supporting. If I'm Bill Maher, if I'm Sonny on The View, I'm looking at the camera and saying, oh, that would be Joe Biden. This is why Fox News wins, because conservatives are just better at messaging. They put the narratives they want out there, and then the left debates and fights about Fox News narratives instead of simply creating their own. So it makes me wonder who y'all working for, because y'all hear us saying these things about Trump. You hear where we pushing people, but y'all don't amplify that. Y'all amplify our criticism of Biden. So who's really pushing propaganda? Please give all these folks pushing these false narratives about killing Mike and myself the biggest he are. All right. Listen, black people, I promise you uh, that you can criticize Democrats and still, you know, vote for them if you choose. You can criticize any elected official, Democrat or Republican, and still support them and vote for them if you choose. Okay? And don't let nobody tell you otherwise. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. It should not have took 15 minutes. <laughs> I, had, I needed to get that out. I'm not... I need 16. I needed to lay it all out. So if there was ever any confusion from anybody, they can just go listen to that. That's <laughs> okay. all. That's all. All right. And stop well, lying. Well, this weekend on yeah. Lifetime... Uh, they had the documentary for Wendy Williams. Where is Wendy Williams? If you've seen it, let's discuss. Mm -hmm. 800-585-1051. Uh, had her son on there, her nephew, her family, her father, uh, her manager, her publicist. Everybody but the guardian. That's right. Yeah. I ain't never seen that lifelong friend. I'm going to tell you all that, too. Never <laughs> seen that, no, I ain't never seen, seen that life. I know Lisa, the lifelong friend. I ain't never heard of the other person they had on there. It should be That's called. one from California? Regina or yeah, something? Regina, like that. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't, maybe they are. I never seen her. Okay. It I know should Lisa. be called Where's Wendy Williams' Money? 
800-585-1051. Let's discuss it. Did you see it? What were your thoughts? Let's have a conversation. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Just Hilarious, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you're just joining us, uh, during the first Just With The Mess, we talked and discussed about Wendy Williams' documentary that was all over uh, Lifetime this weekend. Where is Wendy Williams? So we're asking 800-585-1051. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts, Jess? My thoughts is that it's all over the place, and I don't know who to blame, so I blame everybody who was in that documentary. Mm. I think they, I think they're killing her, trying to kill her legacy. I don't, yeah. they, I don't think, I, I don't understand the purpose of putting that on. Mm-hmm. At first, I thought maybe they were doing it to try to get, uh, I guess, get away from the guardianship mm-hmm. and maybe have the family do it. But and after it's watching it, it, it seems like she needs the guardian. Yeah. They, they had her drinking, which we all know she has an alcohol mm-hmm. problem. It seems like she has an alcohol mm-hmm. problem. They had her drinking on the show. Yeah. And then to expose, like, and then her, to have her PR mm-hmm. say, be so, delu- just as delusional as she is. Like, no, she knows her limits. Like, she knows, that. what are you talking about? No, no she does not. Mm-hmm. And now you, you went from her PR and now you live with her. Now you're her, you know, you do managerial things too. Like, I don't know who hired you and where you come from. It's a lot. Yeah. yeah I mean, you know, it's interesting, right? Because you can't ruin a person's legacy because you can't erase what she's done. It's like a, right. a lot of times it's like a sports career, right? I think you like, can, though. No, you it's can't. It's what people think of you. No, you can't. Because because you, you, might about, you might think about what they do now, but her legacy is still her. Mm-hmm. She's still Wendy. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire.
Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Time is a luxury for us, especially if you're a mom. That's why we need a skincare routine that's easy, fast, and gives us results. Plus, what if your products had thousands of five-star reviews, were natural and affordable? Well, say hello to Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Not sure where to start? I highly recommend the Work System. It's everything you need in one powerful package. Take out the guesswork with a proven routine that includes a gentle yet effective cleanser, a super skin toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. See what everyone is raving about. From serum sets to the always sold-out Retinol Alternative TBT Cream, you'll find your perfect skincare match. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally 5 stars. Love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com for 20% off with code GETDIME. That's DimeBeautyCO.com, code GETDIME for 20% off. Hey there, parents and teachers. Are you tired of feeling like every day is a battle of wills with your kids? Let me tell you about something that changed the game. Love and Logic. Love and Logic isn't just another parenting or teaching strategy. It's a mindset shift that empowers you to raise responsible, respectful kids while keeping your sanity intact. With Love and Logic, you'll learn practical techniques to set limits with empathy, give your kids the tools they need to make smart choices, and build relationships based on mutual respect and understanding. Love and Logic stands behind their methods with a one-year money-back guarantee. Try it out risk-free. If it doesn't change your life, we'll buy it back. Plus, you can get 10% off with code IHEART10. So if you're ready to say goodbye to power struggles and hello to peaceful, loving relationships with your kids, it's time to give love and logic a try. Visit their website or call today. Your sanity will thank you. Love and logic, because parenting and teaching should be a joy, not a chore. Visit loveandlogic.com. Williams in the Radio Hall of Fame. Correct. She still did those 14 years on mm-hmm. TV where she was busting people's ass in daytime ratings. Facts. You may look at it now and be like, damn, it ended bad. With the first few chapters of that book, you know what I mean, yeah, was very yeah. well. But that's but that's how that that book should close. Like we should. No, well, Bruce no. Willis. Bruce Willis has dementia. Do 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 we see the things that he's talking about? The things he's doing right now? No, no. But that's because that's because Robert people, Walters the same. That's because people are putting a camera in our face. You know what I'm saying? Um, for me, watching the documentary, I felt the same way. I felt like you know everybody in this documentary is exploiting her because and it, it surprised me to see that her son was an executive producer because mm-hmm. there's no way I would want my mother to be seen no. Ever. in that light. Like, Never. there's no amount of money. There's I don't mm-hmm. even know the story they was trying to tell. Mm-hmm. If they was trying to raise awareness to her mm-hmm. being, like, held captive somewhere, then mm-hmm. I get it. But they seem to know where she is. Yes. Yeah. Like she was calling him at the end of the episode, yeah. and she was saying it was saying how she's doing better. Right. And then and I then, didn't see the point. And then even for them to like her to always have to go to Miami to see them. Why couldn't they come to see her if they knew where she lived in New York? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. why why couldn't he? I understand her son is in school. I understand people may have jobs and everything, but why can't y'all go see her? Y'all know she can barely walk. She can feel only two percent of her feet. Like and she says this, and she kept showing her feet. Why would y'all have her go through the hassle of putting on a yeah. plane and all of that? Well, let me ask you a question. When they have wellness centers, 
does your family put you in those wellness centers? Because I, I it didn't like, seem like that in the doc. It seemed like somebody else put her in there. Yeah, like, I, the I would figure. I would feel like her family would force her to go to a wellness center if yeah. they could. I don't even know if they can. You know what I mean? Like yeah. my father would force me if I was drinking like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like make me go. And, and it's also crazy when they say Wendy wanted this out. Y'all know she not a sound mind. No, no. You can so see. why would y'all listen no. to her when it comes to this doc? Clearly, yeah. y'all don't want to listen to her when it comes to nothing else. No. So why listen to her when it comes to putting out this doc? Even as simple as when it first came on, like her wig was sliding back like it was a hoodie. Mm-hmm. Like it's like. Why wouldn't somebody say, hold up, what, where was Sean? Zanotti then, you live in the next room. Why Why you wouldn't be like, oh, hold up, pull your wig up a little bit. Why wouldn't you do that? And I also want to say that documentary was very triggering for me for somebody who uh, worked with Wendy Williams for three years. Which part? Because I saw people saying um, the dementia was causing her to talk to people like that. No. <laughs> you okay? got to talk to like y'all that? Y'all shut the hell up because y'all don't know what y'all talking about. Dang, I nothing to do with the dementia. Those were the moments I was like, that's Wendy. That's Wendy. <laughs> okay. those, were the, those were the moments where I was like, there go Wendy. Did she ever tell you to get liposuction? No, she ain't never tell me to get liposuction. No. But that's what Will was saying, though. Will was saying, like, no, nah, that, that's that's her. He said that. Like, no, nah, yeah. that's Wendy. You can't blame all of that on dementia. No. None of that was dementia. I was I saw that. How long ago I used to work with them? Years 06 ago. to 09? Years ago. That was Wendy. The first, and I write about this in my first book. Mm-hmm. The first time I met Wendy, she told me, get the F out this studio <laughs> and take that mixtape to her husband. She's in here trying to do her show. She was at Howard on 3.9 mm-hmm. in Columbia, South Carolina, and I was trying to give her some mixtapes. You pulled up the rap for her? No, I was, oh, I was, I was just say, giving us some mixtapes. Because the way I used to do my mixtapes, I used to be on there talking like I was doing radio, so it was kind of oh. like an air check. So I was trying to give her my, my air check. And she said, take that mixtape to my husband. Get the F out of here. I'm trying to do my show. Yo well, went in there like, that's an adaption of running out of breath. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you don't get out of here, who is this little boy? <laughs> Let's go to the phone like Tisha. Hey, it's Tisha from Texas. Oh, hey, Tisha. Good morning. Oh. What was your thoughts on the, on the Wendy Williams doc? Okay, Charlamagne, you know this lifelong friend. She talked about Reg on the show all the time. So Reg is Regina. I never heard of Reg. Uh, I heard, I know Lisa. Oh my gosh. No, but she would always talk about her. She said Reg came up for the weekend. We had a girls weekend. She'd talk about her on the show. So I knew, I remember Reg. But also, Wendy would never go anywhere without some type of head wrap or wig or something. Mm-hmm. And to see her like this makes me so sad. I don't care about karma and all that stuff. It makes me so sad. Well, she said mm-hmm. on the documentary, she, you, when she got back on TV, she was going to take her wig off. She did. Yeah, and her shoes off, she, she said. Did. She said that, and she said she was going to sell it, too, because, again, it leads back to her money. She wants money. She said she was going to sell it, take it off, shake it, and then whoever can, one, can buy it from her, it's going to come with a price. It's right. going to cost you. That's what she said. She well, would sell a wig off her head for some money. And I also want to say, Regina, if I met you before and I don't remember, I'm sorry, I don't remember a Regina. I remember Lisa. Mm. Lisa was Wendy's best friend, lifelong mm. friend. That's who I know. And Lisa was on the original documentary, the first one that Lifetime did a couple of years ago. Mm. Well, she's from Regina. Jersey? I think Lisa from Jersey. I don't mm. know where Lisa from. Well, let's take your phone calls when we come back. 800-585-1051. We're talking to Wendy Williams. Doc, what was your thoughts? Let's discuss. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. If y'all talking about it, you know we talking about it. It's Topic Time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Jess Hilary, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. If you're just joining us, we're talking about the Wendy Williams doc on Lifetime. Where is Wendy? A lot of people want to discuss. Hello, who's this? This is Coco. Hey, Coco. Hello. What was your thoughts? My thoughts, Um, I actually think that it was good 
that it was shown. And I know that it wasn't, it didn't put her in a good light. But I think that her family wanted it to be shown to show how the guardianship is not properly caring for her. Because if she has a guardian, why does she have access to alcohol all day, every day? Yeah, but I don't think that's and the guardian. I feel like that's the other people. That's the, who the, the people at the guardian is trying to make sure it's not around. You know what I mean? The, the fact that she has liquor, somebody has to be buying that liquor. Exactly. But the guardian is already in place and she has a she has excess liquor. So when she was with her family and it wasn't a guardian in place, there was no liquor. They made sure mm. it stayed away from her. But now that she's there and her manager and these people all around her, they're allowing her to have access to this. Yeah. Well, thank so you. So to me, I feel like they're like letting her sit up in this room waiting for her to unalive herself slowly. So right. that they can protect the money and get to the money. That's what it looks like to me. Mm. Right. And, and, I, th- and I wonder what a guardian is. A guardian supposed to be there 24 hours, seven days a week? Is that no, how the guardian works? I, don't I, I think didn't think so. I thought the guardian was like a different type position. Yeah, no, that's like a different position. Because she, she can't be there 24 hours, seven days a week. So she can't see. Yeah, the guardian is everything. not. And then, like I said, I don't think the guardian is the actual one person. I think guardianship is. That's a couple of people. Mm. Like, and by the way, it could it, be a team of people. If, if, you, if, if your goal is to raise awareness to how bad guardianships are in America, we ain't need four and a half hours of Wendy looking crazy to show us that. Right. No. Y'all could have told us that in a press release. Not at all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not at all. Hello, who's this? This is Christina. Hey, Christina, good morning. What did you think of the Wendy William doc? Good morning, Envy. Good morning. And good morning, Charlemagne and Jess. Good morning. Okay, so, Envy, let me just say this, okay? Mm-hmm. First, we're going to start off by saying that she's a legend, mm-hmm. regardless. A living legend still. I just feel as if this documentary at the end of the day is so disrespectful to her. And I don't think that if she was in her real state of mind, that she would want this to be aired like this. Right. You like, right. if you've been looking at all of what's been going on, it's, in all honesty, it's so sad. And it's hard for you not to even have any type of empathy yeah. towards what you've seen so far. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, in all honesty, I've been, like, ever since this been going out, too, you know, it's hard to watch it and give these people the views for it. But you can tell ever since 2019 and this divorce from her husband, everything's been going downhill from that. Mm-hmm. And the way that the courts are set up nowadays as well, regardless of how much money you make, I make, whoever makes, $250,000 a month is crazy. Yeah. How much is, who is getting 250 a month? That's how much. The husband, tell me. Oh, got you, got you. Okay, yeah, but you know, yeah, I, I don't know how, how they divided that money because you know he was a he was a husband and manager, so I don't know how they how they did it with the, with the money. But it's like when when they're watching Wendy and they're saying one of those bills was she was spending a hundred thousand dollars a month, mm-hmm. and that has to be a lot because you know at the at the time Wendy's not making it, she's not doing her show anymore. A right. hundred thousand dollars is a lot of money, and. That's that's what makes me feel like maybe somebody should have been watching the money to make sure that she wasn't spending that money like that. But I don't know what she needed. I don't know what her bills are. But a hundred thousand seems like a lot. Hey, the moral of the story that is, is this: that documentary yeah. was trash. I don't know why they put that documentary on television. It mm. makes zero sense to me. Mm. I don't know what they were trying to accomplish. You know, there's a part of me that's like, hey, they were trying to raise awareness for dementia. I didn't need to see Wendy Williams in that state for four and a half hours for y'all to do that. If y'all trying to raise awareness for guardianships, I didn't need to see her in that state for four and a half hours for y'all to do that. Like, yeah. this documentary served no purpose right. and everybody involved with this should be ashamed of themselves. And I was shocked to see that she had family members 
like her son who were executive producer because there's no way I'm watching this doc and saying I want this out about my mom. But not even that. They're saying they want to put it back on television. I don't think anybody would put it back on television after seeing that. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? She just doesn't seem... Or even a podcast. You know, what, what Will was trying to pitch. Like the podcast. What Will and Sean kept on trying to pitch. Now, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sit here and lie to y'all. But mm-hmm. that documentary was definitely a roller coaster ride mm-hmm. because there was moments in that documentary where Wendy Williams is still in a very entertaining personality that we all knew and loved okay mm-hmm. I laughed quite a few times <laughs> yeah but you don't want to see that you don't want to see go get light bill section go eat your but you gotta say I saw a lot like, of that up close in person <laughs> me too so when mm-hmm. I saw her say that to the girl I was laughing because I was like that was Wendy and the first thing I thought was and I tell y'all this all the time I'm pointing at Sid right now because Sid is in there holding the camera oh boy. I tell all the youngins in here all the time y'all don't know how good y'all got it Y'all don't know what we had to go through That's and the, the, way, the people that we came up under and how crazy they used to talk to <laughs> And why back. you have a new face. <laughs> yeah, because you were so what? You were so bullied that you had to go get a whole new face? No. <laughs> all right, that's what you... All right, you so like, where, where, where are we going through this? Because I didn't laugh one time. You didn't laugh at all? No, I didn't laugh one time. Not when she asked the nail tech, was she stupid? I didn't... I didn't she said she dumb. Are you she, dumb she, or stupid? You, no, she said, are you stupid? Are you stupid? She didn't, then she... Now she's disgusted with me. I didn't laugh when she told the girl she needed to get lipo. She, I mean, you know, I. she could have asked the girl, you could have put up another track of hair in the back of your head. You didn't laugh but, when she said, now go downstairs right now and eat and something, eat something that'll, that'll make, make you, you fatter. fatter. No, I did not think any <laughs> of that was funny. Nothing. Nope. Nothing. I chuckled. Hmm. I did. Right. I did. And I just want to say one thing. There and no- even her facial expressions because, see, a lot of that Y'all think it's because she's sick. Y'all remember when Wendy always made crazy faces. When you know how, she knew how to look at the camera. She there was moments in that doc where she would just look at the camera and make the craziest face, and you laugh. No, I did not laugh. She has never stretched her damn eyeballs that big before that. Yes, yeah, she was. No, she always she has had not. the thyroid. No, but no, no, no. Yes, yeah, she well, did. Yeah, no, she has she, never stretched her she eyeballs. Always that had the thyroid problem huge and, for more than like one second. No, that lady, she I'm like, how did. is her eyes not dry? No. <laughs> I have never I didn't laugh one time No I wasn't laughing at her I was oh, laughing boy. at the Entertainment value That Wendy can still provide That's what Unknowingly, I was yeah. Unknowingly, Unknowingly Yeah Unknowingly Yeah but yes, we wouldn't yes. want to see that That, no, that would not be more exploitation No no it definitely be more exploitation There was no human resources Back then huh if they did their standards, that ball, <laughs> that the, ball, that was, ball so was in hell. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that right. ball was in hell. All right. We got Just With The Mess coming up. Yes, we do. I have to correct uh, the Andy Cohen story. It was something that I I, I um said that. Just hit the it, intro. It was just a little part of the oh. story. So we're going to say this. You look so professional. I love this. Thank you very much. With the That's buns and the glasses. Thanks, thanks to the Messy Visions. Y'all gotta get your glasses. Messyvision.com. That's my eyewear line. Um, Andy Cohen apologized to Brandy Glanfield. Now, remember the first, like the second hour I reported this, but I reported it wrong. I could have swore last week somebody was like, oh, he wanted uh, Brandy to watch him and his boyfriend or his husband had mm-hmm. sex but no it was another bravo star it was kate chastain that's why i was like hold up wait which wait, makes wait. it a joke because he's which gay. Makes it a joke and that's yeah. what i kept saying earlier okay yes, all right because he's gay and it's 
Okay, damn. Don't want no poom poom. We all know he gay. So like, why you gotta? <laughs> damn. Which makes it. A joke. And gay men be joking like that, sadly. Okay. Like, I don't think they should be able to. I think it's still inappropriate, yeah. but they do. But the fact that it's another woman, like, oh, yeah, come on. Yeah, she should have known. And then, like he said, she probably didn't know it was a joke. And Andy probably made her mad. So she was like, you know what? I'm going to tell them. I'm going to tell everybody that she want me to watch you and uh, Kate have sex. And Andy oh, says, so what? Because they know I don't like Pum Pum anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, period. That's just what that is. Okay. I had to correct that, y'all. That's why my, um, my news is real. Allegedly. Thank you very much. Simultaneously, that was nice. All right, Sweetie <laughs> claps back at criticism. So she just dropped a new single called Rich Tivities. Play number three. Okay. Well, good for you. Inflation is high. We don't want to hear that. I, okay, well, I, I get that. <laughs> okay. I get that. It, it gives me like a little bit of sexy red. You know, kind of like how, uh, how her chorus or her hooks be like real simple. Um, mm-hmm. Don't worry. It, it, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's, it's a little mm-hmm. vibe. Like, if you're in a car riding down, like, riding through Compton or something like that. <laughs> right. All right, cool. Um, but fans started sharing their thoughts. They started, they started to share their thoughts. And it was like, Saweetie music is really mid. Uh, she just looked good. So she called me in the back and said, y'all support a lot of mid music. Y'all support a lot of mid music. So maybe I'll fit in. And... So she knows it's me. It's like, okay, whatever. I'm going to fit in. I'm, but I'm not going to stop. Like, the, she's never going to stop showing up like Jay-Z told her not to. But the thing is, I remember when she read for J. Cole, like, she always had, like, this this type of, you know, midi type <laughs> lyricism. Let's hear it. Number, number so two. So you say that girl really sucks at Because I didn't want to give you with my number. Girl, stay on, boy. Jack, I tell them rep oh. but what I look like standing on that last court. Oh. I get my own. Girl, so keep your petty dog. Hey. mask on my face. Put your girl duct tape. Hey. You call me a rob. It gets better. It gets rob, better. Rob. Did she say Robert? And she said Robert. And you can't stop her. So don't try to do it. Because if you try to do it, I will drain your body fluids. And I try to went to pieces. And I'll beat you like a recess. And I'll have your body screaming. You're not like You're an Indian. That's exactly what J. Cole did right before you walked away. I was like, oh my God, Jay. Don't ever do that to her. Yeah, yeah. That, that is crazy. So y'all leave Sweetie alone. She this how she started, this how she gonna end, and she never gonna stop. So keep uh, on keep on giving us Mitty baby. I, I will say though, what she says is true, y'all. and I don't know if she's being sarcastic or not, but what? Does a, if there's so much mid music out there, if there's no bar for you. If, if the mid is yeah. your bar, then you stop so, at mid. Yeah, why do y'all expect it more from me when this is what I gave y'all when I came out? Well, she Damn. wasn't shooting for mid, guys. Uh, judging by her tweet, she was like, yeah. well, hopefully Yo, I fit up, in. Yeah. She, she been fit in. Like, girl, stop. I, well, maybe she should stop listening to mid and stop and start listening to, like, the Doji Cats and the Nicky. Who says she don't? Maybe she just don't want to do with it or she can't do what they do. She can't do it. She, she wasn't trying to be mid. She was trying to be great and y'all made, y'all called her mid. It's great. It's great mid. Act like you ain't never smoked no great mid before. Please. I like good this. Reggie, especially with yeah, all, you that, know what I'm all saying? this green all crap. Extra yeah, and all that. All that. She ain't got things too much That's to make right. this music. She go in there, drop it, right. make it five, ten minutes. Man. You got a track. When all you right. go out the country on an island somewhere and they got that fresh out the off the out the ground mid. Don't act like it ain't. Yeah, it hits. Okay. Okay. So, DDG shares advice from Jay-Z. Now, uh, he sat down with Hollywood Unlock or whatever, and he was referring to the advice that Jay-Z gave him at uh, Beyonce's birthday party. He <laughs> played number four. I asked him at the birthday party, actually. I was like, what advice could you give me as a as an artist? And he was like, if people, he gave me like an analogy. He was like, if, if people go to a, a Chinese restaurant, they expect them Chinese food. You know what I'm saying? So give the people what they came for type shit. Uh, okay, so what do people come to DDG for? Um, Chinese food. 
<laughs> like, right. Up, I mean, obviously, or like what? Like, and then this is what Jay Z said to Gail King when that 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 um thing was coming out. It was a, a meme, a question: Would you sit down with Jay Z? Right. Or take five hundred thousand? This is what he said to Gail King. You gotta take. You gotta take the money. What, you gonna, what I'm gonna say? Because yeah. you got the you got all that in the music for for ten ninety nine. That's a that's a bad deal. I would I wouldn't tell you to cut a bad deal. Like, I don't take know. the five hundred thousand. Go buy some albums and listen to the album. DDG don't even know what people want here. If Jay Z told me that, he asked him for advice. If Jay Z said, "If you go into a Chinese cario, they gonna give you Chinese food." Yeah, I'd be like, oh, "Okay, that was a good joke." Yeah, clearly, clearly, <laughs> like, clearly, clearly, there was no food at this party. Okay, or the food they had at the party wasn't what he wanted. Jay clearly wanted Chinese food. That was what was on. Yeah, that was on his mind. like Jay Z praying like, "Yo, stop asking me for advice. We at my white party. Go slam. Go find Haley. What's wrong with you? What you asking me for?" So yeah, y'all. Over the weekend, I uh, I tuned into another movie, Mia Culpa, um, because my girl Kelly was in it. I watched it on Netflix. Thank you very much. And the movie review. (laughs) Yo, what is wrong with you? (laughs) He trying to put it out that I don't got no TV. I did not say that because my cousin had bought me two TVs (laughs) for my birthday and they never came. So I'm like, did you buy them or not? So now you should buy me two TVs since you trying to put my business out there like that. I did not say anything. Did you watch? Asking a question. Yeah, I watched it on my laptop. What's up? (laughs) And the movie, the acting was good. I'm going to say it was uh, it was written, directed by Tyler Perry, you know. Um, now, Chavante Rose and uh, Kelly, she did great. He did great. Mm-hmm. The writing was very Tyler. What's that mean? I'm I'm just I don't I don't know why they had Kelly so damn weak in the movie. Why would you write her to be so weak? Even the first five minutes, she is like, when it's like she ain't got no backbone. Mm. She don't know what's going on. Mm. It's like she on a spectrum a little bit. Like he wrote her to be on a spectrum, but she wanted the top lawyers in the world, huh? What is she an attorney on the spectrum? Yeah, that's what I felt like she was. That's another was good like, show. Oh my, I know Love on the Spectrum is the. I, yeah, I watched yeah, it on yeah. YouTube on my laptop. Attorney too. on the Spectrum be dope too. But I mean, um, Netflix. But yeah, mm-hmm. I and okay. So the movie has a fourteen percent ratings on Rotten Tomatoes, but it just came out, y'all. I encourage y'all to watch it because it's actually it's it's a, it's a good film. It honestly gave me to be a uh, plot line. I mean, plot. Okay, like they they it. always have like a good like good plot and mm-hmm. and then like uh, this one actually. Usually you can predict Tyler Perry's dramas or mm-hmm. whatever. You can predict. You can't predict it until like the end. It's a, it's a crazy twist. Okay. But I just wish he made Kelly Stronger. like yeah. It's mm-hmm. like this is modern day. This, yeah, like this took place like a long time ago, like mm-hmm. back in the, the long, long time ago's days. These days we're not acting like that. We're not gonna let nobody white play like, like during, that. Like during like we're segregation, not, it's like, okay. almost a little bit. Yeah, yeah. it was given like mm-hmm. I gotta be quiet. You know, yeah, I'm yeah, black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like okay. no, I haven't seen the shit. No, yeah, right. so please watch it though. I encourage people to watch it and give your you know give your your feedback on it. All but right. yeah, Malad is just with the mess. Absolutely, and her news is real allegedly. Yeah. Now let's get to the people's choice mix. Let's go. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Jess Hilarious, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's Black History Month. What are we doing today? Man, what are we doing for Black History Month? Uh, salute to my guy, B-Dot. You know, every day during Black History Month, B-Dot puts out an episode of I Didn't Know, uh, Maybe You Didn't Either on the Black Effect iHeartRadio Podcast Network. And today, B-Dot's going to tell you about Massacre Mondays. That's right. Listen up. Massacre Mondays. The city. East St. Louis. The year, 1917. All right, let's go back to 1917. The United States has an active economy. It's boosted by the World War I. A lot of people that would be working has been drafted into military service. 
Black folk had started the Great Migration, which was moving from the South to the North, you know, trying to get away from the lynchings and that Jim Crow South. During the spring of 1870, blacks was arriving in St. Louis at the rate of 2,000 per week. And of course, the white folks was mad at black folk, because black folks are moving there willing to work a lot more for a lot less. Insert July 1st, 1917. It was a black Ford Model T. It had some white boys in it. They drove through a black area in the city. It's a group of black folk on the street. White boys get to shooting in the crowd. An hour later, another Ford comes through looking similar. They had four people in the vehicle. A journalist, two police officers were in it. They came into the same area. Now the black folk there, possibly assuming that the car was the same folk that just came through earlier shooting up the place, they opened fire on the car. In that shooting, they killed an officer instantly and they mortally wounded another. That set it off. The next day, thousands of white folks went down there to look at that doggone car with all the detectives' blood in there. From there, they rushed to the black sections of the city, beating and shooting blacks on the streets, women, children, didn't matter. They cut the water hoses at the fire department and then went and burned entire sections of the city. Then they would stand outside and shoot any black folks that was trying to escape the fires. The following day, on July 3rd, 1917, a reporter from the St. Louis Dispatch wrote, For an hour and a half last evening, I saw the massacre of helpless Negroes in downtown East St. Louis, where black skin was a death warrant. The New York Times reported one of the interactions. 10 or 15 young girls, or about 18 years old, chased a Negro woman at the relay depot at about 5 o'clock. The girls were brandishing clubs and calling upon the men to kill the woman. The NAACP says between 100 and 200 black people died that weekend. 6,000 black folk were left homeless after their neighborhoods were burned. They said it was about $400,000 worth of total property damage. That's about $9 million today. One of the silliest stories I saw was Lena Cook. She survived, and she testified against three white men who have killed her husband and her 14-year-old son. Now, John Charles Hanna and Harry Robinson weren't charged with the death of her family, but they were tried for the murder of William Kaiser. Now, William Kaiser was a white merchant who had been killed by a bullet that passed through the body of Larissa Beard. They both got found guilty of murder and sentenced to 15 years in prison. If you don't understand what I'm saying, I'm saying these white men weren't on trial for killing her son. The bullet that went through her son and killed a white man, they was on trial for that. And I didn't know. Maybe you didn't either. All right, salute to B-Dot. Yeah, salute to my guy B-Dot. And make sure you subscribe to I Didn't Know, Maybe You Didn't Either on the Black Effect iHeartRadio Podcast Network. All right, when we come back, we got the positive note and more. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Just Hilarious, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time to get up out of here, Charlamagne. You got a positive note. Well, before he do that, mm-hmm. y'all, we're closer and closer to my birthday bash this hey, Saturday, that's right. March 2nd. We will be at the Baltimore Peninsula from 8 to 12 party. And I see a lot of y'all in my comments like, just 8 to 12 ain't nothing. Oh, I guess you can't come because I won't be there at the 12. So get your tickets right now. The link is in my bio. And to get tables, go through my caption to see how you get tables, y'all. They are selling quick. And I think we had three tables left. Um, Tickets are selling. Make sure you get your tickets, y'all. Just come through. Come through. And come through looking like something. Because I might do pictures. I might do pictures. I might go through like I did last year and take pictures and dance with everybody. Mm -hmm. If y'all not coughing. Bro, this is just a little bug going on right now. It is a little bug. You're pregnant. You can't take no chances. That's right. Yeah. All right. Well, positive note, Charlamagne. Yes, the positive note is simply this, man. Uh, On this Monday, I want you to remember and also learn to say that's on you. 
Okay, your behavior is on you. The way you move is on you. The choices you make are all on you. The way you live is all on you. Stop absorbing the pain of other people. Recognize what belongs to you and what doesn't. Okay? Have a blessed day. Breakfast club, bitches! We all finished or y'all done? Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Hey there, parents and teachers. Are you tired of feeling like every day is a battle of wills with your kids? Let me tell you about something that changed the game. Love and Logic. Love and Logic isn't just another parenting or teaching strategy. It's a mindset shift that empowers you to raise responsible, respectful kids while keeping your sanity intact. With Love and Logic, you'll learn practical techniques to set limits with empathy, give your kids the tools they need to make smart choices, and build relationships based on mutual respect and understanding. Love and Logic stands behind their methods with a one-year money-back guarantee. Try it out risk-free. If it doesn't change your life, we'll buy it back. Plus, you can get 10% off with code IHEART10. So if you're ready to say goodbye to power struggles and hello to peaceful, loving relationships with your kids, it's time to give love and logic a try. Visit their website or call today. Your sanity will thank you. Love and logic, because parenting and teaching should be a joy, not a chore. Visit loveandlogic.com. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee. Sounds perfect.